Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Good Times with Arsenic, episode number 16, with your host, Blackbeard the Bastard and the Diabetic. Our guest today is William Conway, the dopest motherfucker in the USA. <laughs> What's up? Crack open those beers and let's have a good time. Yeah! Woo! Woo! Shut up. Thanks for calling me the dopest, man. I appreciate that. No problem. Especially since I won the dope comedy community competition. <laughs> it's fitting. Yeah, just keep on patting yourself on the fucking back, you dirty bitch. No problem. <laughs> Blackbeard, what are you drinking? Oh, dude. Fernson Milkshake. Vanilla Milkshake IPA. What? Yeah, it's fucking vanilla milkshake, dude. My God. Boop. Right, Meryl. Doesn't look okay. Thick. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest uh, right now. Shit like that makes me wish that I still drank because I kind of wonder. I drink like one or one of them and I'm done with them though. Like right, one or two. Well, and I'm not okay. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm, it's not like I'm a, a choir boy or anything. I, occasionally I do, but it's very rarely, and I try not to. And I don't drink liquor at all anymore. I'm my, the same way. I don't yeah. drink booze. Well, I try not to because when yeah. I do, I get really bad hangovers because I'm a bitch. Oh, uh, I have a liver <laughs> issue. <laughs> well, that's a good reason for you not to. Right. Then. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I don't. I accidentally get drunk off of fucking bourbon, even though I just because <laughs> it tastes so fucking good. But I usually I drink that when I'm smoking a cigar outside, smoking some fucking meat. And that's about it. Yeah. Hey, diabetic, what are you drinking? Oh, well, thanks for asking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm drinking a 40-ounce Bud Light because I thought we were going to have some other cool guests on, but those pussies fucking pussed out, and we're going to do Edward Forty Hands, but nobody showed up to do it with me, so I'm <laughs> going it solo. <laughs> Why don't you do uh, Edward Forty Limbs, then? What is Edward Forty Hands? You tape a 40 to each hand, uh-huh. and you drink it. You can't do anything until you drink one. Because, like, you can't, you know, you can't. Right. you can't get You can't do it. it. You can't go yeah. to the bathroom. You, know, you have to have people do shit for you. Oh, God. I'll, I'll, I'll whip his dick out and make him go to the bathroom. That's why I wore fucking shorts, man. Oh Easy access. Jesus. <laughs> and if I just piss myself, though, not a big deal. Yeah, uh, no big deal. You're in dude, a leather chair. You know what? That's that's more of a thing now than I like it to be. What, pissing yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking. Okay, so, like, when I was younger and, like, I had to go to the bathroom, like, I could, like, decide, okay, I'm going to wait for a little bit. <laughs> now if I do that, now if I do that, <laughs> there's, like, there better not be an interruption on my second attempt because there's not a second holding anymore. You know what I mean? Gotta, like, I can hold it, it once. Right I can hold it once, but when that urge hits me again, it's coming, right, whether uh, I want it to or not. The real question is, are you going to piss yourself, or are you just going to whip it out and go? Uh, like, if I'm walking down the street, I'm just going to fucking find a hole, and okay, I'm going go sure, to go to the bathroom is what I'm going to do. In a situation like that, yeah, walking down the street, yeah, and I mean, dude, like, I travel all the time. I pull over the side of the road and piss all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, I would. But, but like, uh, I had, before I went on the road, I was working, I was working this job. And, and like, I, I was in the middle of a task, right? And I was like, I'm, when I'm done doing this, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then uh, while I was doing that, I got called to another task, and which required my immediate attention. And so I went to start doing that. And while I was doing that, which took 
a lot longer. I was like, oh God, I forgot I have to pee. And and uh and I was I was in a hotel and I was six floors up and uh I got I ran to the elevator and I'm pushing and like the doors had never moved more slowly in my life. It was terrible. And like when when I got to the second floor, uh like it was spurting. Like it was already <laughs> like there was like it was and so it's and like and I, so like I had a to broken sprinkler. Yeah, exactly. Like like it like there was and as soon as I the doors opened on the ground level and I was gonna beeline it to the bathroom, like as soon as I started moving, it's just like flowing out of me. <laughs> right. And so I run into the bathroom and I'm at the stall and uh now I'm really in a pickle. You know what I mean? Cause like so the first thing I do is I called the front desk of the hotel. I was like, hey, you know that room run that I was doing? Uh somebody else is definitely gonna have to get on that because I have a bigger problem. I just pissed myself. Yeah, you know, and so and then I called my supervisor and I was just like, uh, listen, dude, I don't know what to do here because I don't have a car here right now. So like even if I could sneak out of here and run to my car, I can't, you know, like like my car's not here. So mm-hmm. like I I either need you to bring me another pair of pants or something, but I'm not leaving this bathroom looking the way I'm looking right now. It's not happening. <laughs> It's water, I swear, dude. It's you know, and it's you know, like some people. Your pants is the coolest. Yeah, right. You're not cool unless you pee your pants. Well, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Yes, (laughs) yes. Peeing your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. (laughs) Adam, we love you. That's disgusting. (laughs) I love it when they're getting on the bus and Chris Farley's sitting there looking at him like, "What the fuck." And then he like, and then he does the upskirt on the teacher yeah. like a freaking me and or me and her got it on. <laughs> no, no, you, you didn't. didn't. <laughs> well, me and my friend, a, a no. guy, no. No. no, 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 they didn't. <laughs> All right, get out the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's eating everybody. Everybody is great. Thirty six <laughs> big lunches. I don't know who it was. It was a goddamn Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah. those goddamn kids. Just eating them all. <laughs> God, I think if we quote too many more lines, we're going to end up having to pay Adam Sandler for this episode. Nah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Fuck that weird-shaped head motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, fucking I, guy singing about Hanukkah and Dude, I love him. He's donkeys. one of my favorites. He is hilarious. I have, I have what, the whole ha- what the Hell Happened to Me album. In, the CD is in my car right now. Is that the one with God. the goat? The yes. Goat? Oh, yes, dude. it does yeah. have the goat. Yeah, yeah button hooked me. I didn't know you were going to button hook me. 2004, man. Yeah, No, before that. Because I was listening to that shit in high school, and yeah. that was the 90s. I started listening to it like, yeah. before high school. Yeah. So, yeah, it's old. Do it shit. for Mama. Do it for Mama is probably like, dude, Come that's on, one coach, of the. Kick the football. That, kick yeah. the football. That's okay. one of the raunchiest skits oh, I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, shit. You ever listen to the Jerky Boys? Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. those things were, I cracked my oh, ass. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so That was all the rage when we were kids, man. Oh, yeah. When I was growing up in the jerky 90s, boys we too, man. All that that's the one I had. Yeah. Oh, that shit cracked That's me probably up. why I'm so fucked up. <laughs> Your daughter, she kicked my dog. Oh, dude. my dog. I don't believe you. She kicked my dog. <laughs> like, I was Jesus. also, you know, my parents used to find me over Beavis and Butthead. Like, for real. Like, they would find me 50 cents if I talked about an episode of Beavis and Butthead. And if I imitated them, like, They're coming they, would, back. they would find me. Beavis a dollar. That's and what Bud- I heard. Mike Judge is bringing them back. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's pretty fucking that's cool. That's awesome. 
I, I really want to check out that. Uh, what's another '90s one? Uh, That's cool. Fucking so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus. I want to see that really bad. You know, I, I think it's gonna be awesome. Oh, Dude, like the yeah the, the new, new one. Tell- the yeah, new one. Dude. I hear it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, fucking Matrix Four is also coming out. That fucking same. Oh wait, no, Matrix Four, John Wick, and I think fucking Bill and Ted are coming out have, the same fucking year. Have you seen Have you seen the the new Top Gun uh, trailer, dude? I went to I went to the movies yesterday or the day before, and they had a trailer for the new Top Gun. And oh yeah, but God, that's badass, dude. And I'm definitely seeing it in a theater because they really went the extra mile on the visual effects and uh, putting the cameras in the cockpit. Yes, the sounds inside, like in the movie theater, right. would be so much better than right. watching. Yeah, I mean, a movie like that, you have to see it in the theater. The that is the a theater experience oh, movie. Fuck. I, mean, yeah. I don't think I even seen the first one. The first one was badass, and the soundtrack. You've never was seen really Top Gun? It. No. What is wrong with you? <sighs> I played the game Nintendo. NES. Oh yeah, me too, dude. I can never sure. refuel my goddamn airplane. Yeah, no, it was, hard. That was hard. It was hard. <laughs> and I, dude, I overshot the landing on the carrier uh, yeah, like yeah. every fucking time. I picked up uh, Ace Combat Seven. Right. That's a fun game. You know what? Uh, oh, I want to play that game. Dude, you know it's, what? On the fucking Game Pass, go get the, it. The arcade game I really like for flying is remember Afterburner? No, dude, Afterburner. Was I like, remember 1942. Oh yeah, that was that, always a good I mean, one. Yeah, that's not bad, but that's like, classic though. Yeah, Afterburner was like more of a fighter jet game, and it was badass. Yeah. It was definitely badass. You know, I heard that uh, this is the only time I actually want to get a VR headset. They're coming out with a Rogue Squadron VR. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That'd oh, be dude, that game was so fucking badass. I can just imagine that in VR. Oh, uh-huh. my God, that'd be so fucking cool. Like, anytime I see, like, one of those beachhead VR helmet things, Yeah, I, fuck, I, I remember those. I get in oh, those. Dude, I yeah. get in those immediately. Yeah. They're the, so cool. Dude, the one, one where time, you have the big old gun on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you lower this VR helmet over your thing, and yeah. The but one time. Like, yeah. I think I was at, like, David Buster's or whatever. I was on a date. And this freaking girl didn't understand that what what she's seeing on the screen is what I'm seeing in my helmet. And how I'm moving has nothing to do with that screen, you know. And she kept trying to, like, I'm playing the game. And she kept trying to turn, turn me back the to the screen. <laughs> yeah. And she kept, like, I'm like, You're touch me one more way. time. You're killing me. I'm here. trying to kill these fucking right. Nazis. You're <laughs> behind me. No, they're in front. <laughs> Yeah, like, I know where they're at. You're shooting the people <laughs> eating their burgers right like, now. Hey, and that is a perfect example of what women do to men, like, in, in, in like, relationships and shit. Like, you're doing it wrong. I'm doing it just fine. I'm doing it. You're not. Let like, me exactly, do it. Like, jeez, man. Let me kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> right, you put your 50 cents in, then, oh God damn it. <laughs> 50, no, those, those games are always, like, $2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had, they had this big ass fucking like three story arcade place in Seattle, downtown Seattle. Man, I played the fuck out of Beachhead, and they had this other one where it was like actual like a Street Fighter type fucking game, uh-huh. where you actually did movements. You, you, you walked into this booth and you had to put your foot on this one fucking circle, and then you punch, you kick, it shows up on it, the fucking screen. Awesome! I played oh, one of those dude, in Vegas. It was so boxy fucking enough. awesome! It was like so punch out, awesome. and yeah. like you wore a helmet, and they had the gloves hey, and shit. It was I'm telling you, I would rock the shit out of something like that, dude. Because, it was fun. Like I got yeah. to like round six. Like I got to yeah. like the sixth guy, like with one play, and it like, was fun. Like my body ain't what it used to be, but I can still throw these things. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, but after hearing that Rogue Squadron fucking for VR, I kind of want to get a headset. Yeah. Uh, well, lady comes in. I'm just fucking in the in the bedroom in my boxers, just fucking like, ah! 
<laughs> rogue leader here. <laughs> rogue leader, red red leader one calling for blue leader three. Where's fat guy? And she's just uh, looking at you yeah, like you couldn't guy? be more stupid, probably, right? She she would she would honestly be like, dude, what the fuck? Right. I she would just like throw Aaron divorce papers <laughs> at me and just be like, fuck, dude. Oh man, I thought I put it on silent. That well, perfect timing, dude. Yeah, guess, who the hell guess under her breath. Scruffy <laughs> little nerf herder. Yeah, it, it does that all the time. Sorry, scruffy headed nerf herder. That's our word. It's uh, it's perfectly timed like that, dude. It it does it all the time. It goes off right after somebody says something like important. Who the hell cares? That's you know why I got time, you know why I got that as a text alert is that when I was gone on a trip, uh, my girlfriend at the time was driving me crazy with as often as she was texting me, and so I got so annoyed that I put that as my text alert because she was the one texting me the most. I was and I used to have Sega. <laughs> that was my text message one yeah. for the longest time. That wanted, one is a good one, and the Sonic one. I kind of want to get the um, the original Link's Master Sword fucking tone. Yeah, that's a good one. Or a golf ball going into a golf uh, into the hole. My uh, that's a good sound too. I like that one. My ringtone. I mean, my ringtone used to be the "Whose phone is ringing" from Impractical Jokers. That was fucking beautiful to have, cause it and dude, I would wait forever to answer my phone because it drove people bananas. You know the ringtone I'm talking about, where it's like, "Whose phone is ringing? Mine, mine. Whose phone is ringing? Mine, mine." Like it's so annoying. It's so annoying, and like I would just wait forever. Like and I would, dude, I would be holding it in my hand and just looking at people's faces, waiting. Like what? <laughs> you know? Probably one of the best things that I had on my phone was uh. Octogen Hunger Forest Season 3 DVD. It came with audio recordings to like answering machines, and one of them was Master Shake. He's like, hello? Hello? Who's this? Hello? All right. Uh, nobody's home right now, but uh, please leave a message after the beep. The beep's coming up. It's, it's coming up in a little bit. So, and this would go on for about three fucking minutes, and all of a sudden, you still wait for the beep? <laughs> no wonder why they never returned your calls. <laughs> all right, I'm done. And it was like five minutes long. Oh, my God. And I remember my fucking dad left me a message and was like, he actually left me a voicemail. He's like, Aaron, I... <laughs> what the fuck? Your mother and I are getting a divorce. <laughs> like, no. Aaron, I really need a call. So I waited the entire time, but your mother and I are getting a divorce. I should probably put that back on there because nobody would leave me a voicemail like ever. I want the, I want the Seinfeld one of George. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing that grinds my gears like somebody that does not have their voicemail set up yet. I don't set mine up. Dude, it, like Tax collectors and uh, fucking debt collectors. But you know what? Okay, here's my if thing. If it's that important, text me. But here's my <laughs> thing. I don't like to text. I don't like to text. I'm a voice person well, because I understand me, tone me. and inflection real well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to listen to people talk, you know? Uh, because I think, dude, think of how many, think of how many uh, miscommunications you've had because you texted something rather than you said something. Yeah, because you don't have like the emotion, you don't have right. the, the tone of voice. Something can go completely. Like how yeah. how you say things matters. Like if you say, if you just say in passing, like you know, like you hear about uh, an accident. It, 
that happens or whatever, and you just say, well, accidents happen every day, you know. That doesn't sound scary at all. You know, it sounds pretty normal. But if you just walk up behind somebody and you whisper, you know, accidents happen every day. That's a little. That's a little different. It's all in how you say stuff. You might be next. Right. You never know. Yeah. Like right about now. <laughs> oh, just kidding. But seriously, right, right now. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm the, I'm the, the complete the, opposite. The, the thing. The thing with me though, nine times out of ten, I shit you not. Every time when I get a fucking phone call, I'm probably taking a shit, and I answer it. <laughs> I will answer it all the fucking time. If I'm the, even, like. Even if I'm at fucking work in the bathroom, dude, I'll fucking answer my goddamn and phone. And 30 other people can hear you. <laughs> and then my, right. co- my coworkers are like, what the fuck? Right. Nah, oh, yeah, after shit. work, I'm going to go kill that bitch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, my parents will call me. I'm like, what the fuck do they want? Just text me. And I feel bad because it's like my parents, and, you know, like, I should probably talk to my parents all the time, but they fucking call me for shit. They can just be like, hey, we'll be there in five minutes. You can just text me that, and it's a lot quicker. Right, yeah, that's but, okay, that yeah, shit annoys the fuck out of me. Just yeah. voice to text, just text me. Hey, Jimmy, we're gonna be in there in five minutes. You know, I got a buddy of mine that like he doesn't send text; he sends voice clips. Every, everything I get, that pretty would, much everything I get from him is a voice clip. That would annoy me, yeah. especially if you don't have your volume on in your phone. You miss the first yeah, half man. of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, technology, dude. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Good. Good times. When's the new Xbox coming out? You hear that one yet? Oh, geez. December or cheaper, November. Cheaper than the PlayStation, but PlayStation's still king, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I was... <sighs> I don't know. The way, the way I look at it, whenever I play like a cross-platform game, PlayStation players are always worse than Xbox players. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, as a PC player, console players yeah. suck. You guys are <laughs> supreme race because you guys cheat, but that's okay. Yeah, that is true. Hacks lots, of, lots of hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and you just have a better, uh, at least on Call of Duty, they have a better perspective. I'm, yeah, you can change the, yeah, you can change the field of view. Literally cheating right there. See, that was, that was one of the concerns that I had when it first came out. I was like, okay, so you, are you regulating... PC players to 60 frames a second because if I'm running at 144 frames a second and you're only running 60, I do have an upper. Oh, I for do sure. have a major advantage for sure. My field of view, I do. Like if I have a fucking ultra wide or a three screen setup, I can see. That's why they should get rid of PC now. co-op, or they should get rid of the PC. I think they, they don't should, need them. I think they should regulate it though. But I mean, it, after after playing it, yeah, PC players has a lot of fucking hackers on there, but like. It, well, the hackers aren't coming from Xbox and PlayStation. They're coming from PC. That's oh, the only yeah. place they're coming oh, from. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, So that makes you guys all pieces of shit. So yeah, just get rid of PC. My <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, there's they actually, console players do have, uh, comp- like, provide us competition. Like, fucking, like, I can I can bring up uh, a controller in Call of Duty and play just as well as so I'm on PC. It's like whatever yeah. you're more comfortable with, you can fucking dominate on whatever platform you have. I'm not terrible at it, but I haven't played it in three months, so yeah. I really don't know. So How was, um, did you ever play the 200-player one? No, That they had there for two weeks, that was a 30-gig update? My gosh. <laughs> Every time, oh, uh, you don't play video? You do not play You don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, I mean, I, I know. I mean, I can kind of keep up with the conversation, but I can't really add to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, understand I, that. I know enough of what you're talking about, but... Uh, the, the problem that I have with Call of Duty is... The updates, like yeah. every every two weeks, is a thirty gig update. Right, the but only, it, it, and then it they replaced, delete them, and then they delete them like five mi- days later. Right, they replace most of the data that you use. Yes, I get that, <clears throat> but I still spent three hours downloading the fucking update. Right, like 
Yeah, the only the only game I really play is Madden. That's the only game I play. I uh, played Madden the other day. Yeah. Boy, I think it was like 2016. Oh, so yeah. it's an old one. Dude, okay. But you can update the roster, so it's not a big deal. Right. You know what's That's funny? cool about so, the game. Uh, that was so when I got out of prison. That was the first Madden that I got a hold of. Yeah. Was the twenty seventeen? Isn't Madden. it like who's on the cover of that one? I don't even know. I don't. I don't Probably remember. not in the league anymore. All I all I know is I put some hours in. You know what I mean? Because I hadn't played video games yeah. for a decade. Dude, Madden's legit. So like, though. dude, I can't. You tell were like you, hit stick. What the hell is this? Like, yeah. When when <laughs> when I fell like like when I was married because I got married two months after I got out of prison and I can't tell you how many times that my newlywed wife went to. Bed alone and I fell asleep with the fucking Xbox controller in my fucking hand like I played that shit until I fell out like I loved it and then so like when I moved to New Mexico uh, my nephews are like gamers and stuff and I told them well that's all I play and and they were like, well, I got this old Madden, and it happened to be Madden twenty. He just whooped their asses. Fucking sixty six to six. <laughs> That's awesome. Sixty six to six with the score. I'm like, dude, I just whooped your ass like the devil. Then they went you to get the I new mean? one, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, dude. But like, if they play me, like if I play anything else, I just get murdered. I'm yeah. terrible. Like, like I'm the worst Call of Duty player ever. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's my eyes or whatever, but I can't. Try Nothing on that screen. I have to trouble with life. a new one. I can't. Yeah. It's, everything's so far away. Like I'm getting shot with people without scopes. I'm like, how right. can you even see me? Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm just not. I'm not good at him. I'm just not good at him. Yeah. The only football games I ever enjoyed playing were the Blitz games until fucking EA signed an exclusive deal with the NFL. Where they can only make real football. Yeah. Again, with NFL the names, Blitz, yeah, with the names yeah. and shit, with the players. Yeah, because NFL Blitz, games. yeah, you had real player names and you can yeah. body slam. Oh, my God. But probably. Back in 99 or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, it's cool. One of, the, one of the ones that I got into, um, they actually just came out with a new game. It, they had to rename it. I think. Back in the day, it was um, Mutant Football League, yep. and now it's Mutant League Football. <laughs> oh, they only yeah. had to switch it because of the licensing. NFL, but I'm like, NFL, dude, that, like yeah. where you get like fucking traps and fucking razor blades and fucking Jeez. saw blades, and you, yeah, you it was play fun, like it was goblins, a game back in like Sega, zombies. Like the shit. original was on Sega. Yeah. And it was a fun game. I remember. Yeah, you can one. you can fucking murder the refs if you don't like their calls. Oh my shit, gosh, dude, it's fucking. Great. They bring in a new ref. That, yeah, yeah, that's the dude. I need I need to buy that fucking game. They had another one. It was like Blood Bowl that I bought uh, on Xbox. I played that, it's, but Mutant League Football or Mutant Football League, whatever the fuck it's called now, that's my football game if I want to play. Hell yeah. It's fucking brutal. Oh, dude, I picked up uh, Dead Rising 4. Not Dead Rising. What's the one where you're in the mall? Yeah, Dead Rising. Dead Rising 4. I don't know. I'll, I'll try that one. That's a zombie killing game. That's fun. Right. Button yeah. matching zombie killing. What's the, I'm that. trying to what I'm, there's a game there's a game my nephew plays that's got all sorts of like the high profile killers but kind of like you're saying they don't use like the real names but it looks just like you know it'll look just like Michael Myers but they call him they oh, call him Deadlight. Like, uh, um, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yeah. Dead, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool Dude, game. Now, like, I haven't played that game, but I've watched my nephew play that game for hours. And like, my other nephew plays Rocket League all the time. Oh, Rocket that's super legit. fun to watch. Competitive like, and it's yeah, fun to watch. Hard, really it's fun to watch. Hard. It's, yeah, I haven't played it, but like, and I'm one of those people. Like, I don't have to play a game to enjoy it. Like, I can sit there and watch. Other I watched the highlights of Rocket League because yeah. like, there's some really good players. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Rocket Dude, League. I I played that when it first came out. Dude, it's. 
that game. Yeah, it's after playing it and learning the mechanics and shit, and some of the things that I can fucking do in that game. Right, it's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, dude, like they could have a fucking buy the ball flying mid fucking field, and then all of a sudden they just fucking go to the side, they ramp, do a couple backflips, and they fucking hit that ball, and they'll fucking right, score all halfway. The way, down. I'm yeah. like, how? Yeah, how in the fuck? Yeah, dude? I mean, I've seen I've seen my nephew Don here do some crazy stuff, um, but and but even he'll tell you that there's like players that are way better than him and i think he's pretty good you know what i mean yeah um, when you if you stick with the fucking game dude like you can only get better at it and you right. just learn the mechanics right. and fucking perfect them i don't know i've been playing world of tanks for like six years and i'm not getting any better yeah well that's because you're diabetic i'm already at the tap no i'm not <laughs> i almost got paid to play call of duty once though yeah back in modern warfare 2 when i was living at home with my parents salem didn't do anything, didn't work. Just sat at home, smoked weed, and played video games. Yeah. Well, what else you, you should be a, do? At that point, you should be a professional. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should be a professional. That's, you that's how you become a professional in those things, isn't it? Do, yeah. Don't you have to live with your parents? Right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that's a prerequisite. I think it's a prerequisite for becoming pro in video games. You have to live with your parents because you can't be spending money on anything else. Right. Because you're not making money if you're going to be a pro video game player. Right. Not, not in the beginning, but like like my other nephew, Alan, he's got a Twitch account. Like he's trying to, you know, and he's making headway. He's getting he's getting some viewers and stuff like that. Oh, I wasn't even getting paid for that. I was just going to get paid to play. Like right. wasn't even because Twitch wasn't even a thing back then. Yeah. Was it back in no, Modern Warfare 2? No, I don't no. think so. I don't think it was. There were, people weren't watching people play video games then. Right. Who does that P.S.? Who like I get it like if you're watching somebody play a video game there, but right. like who goes on the internet and watches people? A lot play of people. Video? I know it's so weird. Is that not weird? Right. Why not go play the video game? Well, okay, but all right. So like, say for instance, uh, you want to watch these guys that are like super good at it. You might, you know, you might see, you might notice patterns that they do. Yeah. You, might, you know, what I, I mean, it's studying. It's just like, dude, when I watch comedy, like it, people always think it's weird. When I watch comedy today, like I don't laugh like other people laugh because when I'm watching the stand-up routine I'm looking at the meter of their speech I'm looking at their pauses I'm looking you know I'm I'm analyzing what this successful comedian is doing because that will help teach me you know what I'm saying so like you know it's really uh, at that I think at some point it's a le- uh, about being a student of the game you know yeah, what I mean? when I first got into Twitch, like I would watch it if I was planning on buying the game, and I want to see the actual gameplay. I don't want to see the fucking trailers that they fuck. Right? Because Ubisoft, man, when, <clears throat> they're notorious for this. Like where they take all this pre-rendered bullshit that make this game look fucking amazing, and then when they release it, it looks like shit. Right? It's nothing like that. So yeah. I will go to the actual people playing it mm-hmm. instead of the marketing bullshit, and I want to see like how the mechanics work, fucking all this shit. And I, I can watch that. But yeah, like with with fucking Call of Duty, I don't fucking I can't watch that. Like I like uh, like I I stream every now and again. Uh, but if anybody watches me, you're gonna have a very boring time because <laughs> yeah, usually I go for objectives. Like if I'm doing long shot kills, I'm just gonna sit there and fucking camp until I get the gold fucking shit and whatever. So it's I'm I'm a very boring player. I don't really pay attention to the chat box at all. Like, some people would fucking message me, and I'll be like, oh, shit, and then realize I've been gone for, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, fuck, whoops. So, but, yeah, Twitch, I, I like that because I like to see how the game is actually played, what it looks like, what what it actually has to offer, 
and away from the marketing bullshit because you can make anything look amazing with marketing and CGI and pre-rendered bullshit. And I'm just like, I'm done with that shit. I want to see how this game actually looks and actually plays before I fucking spend 60, 70 bucks on a fucking game. Right. Oh, of course. And then get half the game. Yeah, and then get half the fucking game. Had to buy updates. With with the new fucking console release, there's rumors going around that um, the games are going to cost 70 to 80 bucks. And I'm like, cool, do what? that. But I don't want to pay for a season pass. I don't want to pay for half the game up front and then I have to buy this and that and this. and Because that's that's kind of the trend that video games have fucking gone where you, right. you're you sold half the game. And the, the excuses that I always hear is like, well, you know, they got it at this point. They released it at this point. They were planning on this. Sh- yeah, they were planning on this ship. But they just didn't have the fucking time due to the shitty ass publisher. So why is me as the consumer have to pay for the shitty publisher putting a very unacceptable time limit on the development of the fucking game? Right. Like there's companies like CD Projekt Red that did like the Witcher series and stuff. I will support them no matter what because they make a good fucking game. They don't release it until that game is damn near fucking perfect. And then and they give when you a they, shit and they ton give of you a content. bunch of stuff after it comes out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the shit that pisses me off is the game that comes out and then you got to buy the you got to buy this, and you got to buy, oh, here's some more armor. Here's a couple right. jets. Here's the second well, I mean, season. They're doing that in all, like, even the games on your phone. They do the same thing. Oh, right? yeah, the like, games on your phone. You'll download a game yeah. on your phone, and, like, you'll get so far, and once you get to a certain point, you really can't do much unless you do the the buy, the yeah, add-ons. Yeah, a grind, like, like, a lot of those tower defense games or other shit like that on your phone. You can only do so much per day. Yeah. And then they just lock you out right. until you either pay for new gems or tokens right. or yep, some shit yep. that you can keep on doing the yeah. actions. I'm like, I get it, but if I pay for a fucking game, I want the full fucking experience. Right. Charge what you need to charge to make a profit. Right. Just give me the whole fucking game. This predatory fucking bullshit that you guys are doing, exploiting... Ugh, yeah, no, I totally agree. I time mean, time is worth a shit ton of fucking money, and I don't want to sit there and grind for something and then be like, hey, well, if you spend 10 bucks, you can get all this shit. Like, right now, you don't have to grind for it. But then they made the grind so fucking long right? where it will take me weeks or even months right, yeah. to fucking get whatever item or character <laughs> or operator that I fucking want. You're or liter- I can spend 10 bucks. You're literally describing... You. World of Tanks right now. Yeah. Instead but of it's also instead free of, to play a game though. It, it is a free to play game and like like but there's a million tanks you can buy, but you have to buy premium time to make money. So you you know like it's a whole dude, there's so much money invested in that game and they don't fix the shit that needs to be fixed. They're like, Oh, here's a new tank you can buy. <laughs> Here you go. And they're like, ah, oh, they're so stupid. I hate that fucking company. Yeah. The but council play, the council though. edition got shut down though, so they're going back over the PC version. They're getting rid of the Xbox 360 finally. Thank God Microsoft is finally doing that. Oh, yeah, except for the Russian hackers that you're talking about? No, not Russian hackers. They're Brazilian hackers. Brazilian hackers? Well, the, the, the Xbox have, 360 doesn't have, like, all the textures. They don't have all the buildings. They don't have all the rocks. So you can shoot through a rock that's not there. Whereas I would be blocked by the rock, you know, the rock would be that's all. Me. That's how PUBG was on PC. Like, you can lower what the textures cool. down where they wouldn't yeah. have any grass. So when you were hiding in there, well, you can people see just them. lower their textures, they can see you, and they'd fucking shoot you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's basically what the 360 is doing. 
But when they get rid of the 360, they're going across platform. They'll have to do with PlayStation pussies. Yeah. <coughs> Stupid foreigners. <laughs> I don't know if PlayStation players are foreigners or not. I Probably. imagine they're all from Japan. Probably. That's all they fucking do over there, play video games. Don't we have a Dateline episode that we need to air here pretty soon? Or oh, yeah, we do have a Prerequisite? Fucking, yeah, we do have a Dateline episode that we fucking filmed. Later this week it'll be released. Yeah, the the full episode, yeah. But we have a little snippet oh, sweet. of shit in there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, with all the shit going on in the world, pedophile rings and shit, um, we decided to take it upon ourselves to get down to the bottom of it. Um, whether we accomplish anything or not is to be determined. But I think uh, it was a success. But, yeah, here's a little snippet. Me personally, I, I think bet it was. you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, here's a little snippet of this fucking new Dateline episode. This week on Dateline, the Dirty Mountain Boys go undercover to Pedophile Island. We put diabetic in a Wayfair crate as a gift to a high-profile client. Blackbeard the Bastard is delivering him now. All right, diabetic. Are you ready for this? Are you getting all situated in that crate? Yeah, I think I'm pretty comfortable. Okay, you don't need to do that fucking creepy-ass fucking little kid voice just yet. But I like your enthusiasm. But I, I kind of like it. Uh, all right, you son of a bitch. No, okay, I'm done with it. Oh. So okay. what's the pl- now? What's the plan here, Blackbeard? What are we doing? Okay, so we're gonna shove you in this fucking crate. I'm gonna act like a high-profile fucking sex trafficker or whatever from Wayfair, and then. I'm just going to give you a way to anybody that wants your diabetic ass. And that's it? That's all we got to do? That's all I have to do. Yes, you will probably have a lot more shit going on. Wait, what do you mean by shit? Uh, don't worry about that. Anyway, so get in this fucking crate and, uh, yeah, just nail it shut. Uh, there you go. Uh, get back in there. All right, let's do this. We are on the tarmac at Pedophile Island. Diabetic is being unloaded in his crate right now from the jet. Blackbeard the Bastard is meeting with some of the high-profile clients. Let's listen in. Hey, yeah, Mr. Blackbeard. Nice to see you. Hey, so I heard you got a gift for me. Ow, it's not a gift for you, you idiot. It's a gift for me. Well, settle down, fellas. Uh, I don't know, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Like, I don't know. This is a perfectly good-looking fucking crate for me. Ow, you idiot. It's for me. I get all of it. You want to fight, dirty boy? I'll fucking kill you. Well, settle down, boys, dude. This is what I have for you. There'll be enough to go around for everybody. Oh, that's good to know. Ah, you get sloppy seconds, Bill, you fucking bitch. I'm sorry, Arnold, but, you know, the president always comes before the governor. Ah. The crate has now been opened. Diabetic is exposed. The auction is about to begin. Let's listen in. Now we begin lot number 69 of 100... The boy you see in front of you, well, it's a warm body. Uh, what do we start at? Um, generally, we start at $100, but looking at what we see here, how about we start the bidding at 50 cents? Hey, you know what? Fuck you, no one wants to get raped by you anyways, old man. 
whoa, that guy kind of has a mouth on him. Last time I had a mouth on me, I got impeached, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dirty fucking mouth, dude. No, oh, he's perfect for me, man. I like to do the talk. I like to rock. I'll, I'll, I'll do 50 cents. Whoa, hold on, Bill. I'm fucking... Wait, I'm Bill. Oh, God. I'm so fucking high right now. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking one-up you to one dollar. I'll one to fifty. I'll, I'll, fuck it. I'll, fifty dollars. Whoa, that's a little bit too much for me. I'll pass. I'll wait. Wait a minute. I'll, he's too he's too much of a girly man for me. I think, I think I'm going to pass on him. Fuck him. Now wait, now wait. We can sweeten the deal here. How about with this boy here, we throw in a box of cigars. Uh, what kind of cigars are we talking about? Are we talking about Cubans? Are we talking about Havana sweets? What are we talking about? For you, Arnold, they're definitely Cubans. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, goddamn. Whoa, hold up, dude. Like, I kind of like me some of those Swisher Sweets. You know, I like to take all the tobacco out of there, if you know what I mean, and add some green herb, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, does that go well with some Cubans? I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. I'll go with Bill. Yeah, goddamn better believe it, boy. But you know what? I'm starting to think about it, and, uh... I think I'm gonna fucking pass. Now, it's all mine. Your butthole is mine. I'll bring you to the chop out and I'll do some fucking shit. I'll, I'll put you up and pick you up and put you back down. To conclude our story, Diabetic was sold to no one. After hours of back and forth between Arnold and Bill, they decided to share young Diabetic, and he was filled in every orifice and tainted in every way. No one was arrested, and a matter of fact, they found out that the reason no one was arrested is because Diabetic is indeed a man and was indeed willing, and that's just how the Dirty Mountain Boys roll. Uh, Blackbeard here. I got $15,000 out of them, but uh, yeah, fuck it. And uh, I got pregnant. God, that was a good time. I just want to come out and say Bill's the one that is the father. He supplied plenty of weed for me to smoke, and he was a fair and generous lover to me. <laughs> he licked my butthole. Did Arnold do anything to you? Arnold's yeah, a piece of shit, yeah, dude. He just takes He armbarred me and fucking just <laughs> piled it in. Didn't even spit on it. I said, grab my hand! <laughs> he told me to get to the chopper and get down. <laughs> So how did he come? I want to know how Arnold actually comes. Like he, he pulled it out and just blasted it everywhere. He's probably like, that was a really good time. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> he has less aneurysms while fucking than he does while He probably talking. talks normally. He's like, oh, dude, that was a very good time. Thank you for uh, procuring your fucking butthole. It was a fine butthole, and I really appreciate it he and just, everything. So I'm going to go back to California because I'm the goddamn governor. He, he just kept saying he wished I was a Hispanic I mean, he hasn't been the governor for quite some time. <laughs> I know he hasn't, but he still thinks he is. <laughs> I'm the governor of California. Hey, is Kanye West going to, like, actually get on a ticket? Is that going to I happen? think he legit is. 
And good because he said he was going to last time, like four I'm, years ago. He said, "I just 2020, wanna, I'm running." I just want to say that it 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 concerns me that it's actually possible. It could fucking happen. It totally could. Like if like and uh, I mean not because I would vote for him, but it totally no. could happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the part of being a fucking American, dude. If oh, dude. You, you I mean, have fuck, the potential. Trump, Trump made it last year, right? Or last time. Yeah. I mean, Who would have thought that? Like ten years ago, would you have thought Donald Trump is going to be our president? Uh, you know what though? <laughs> no, not ten years. How about I'm, fourteen years ago? Right. Like back no, in the Bush era. No, probably not. But I mean, he even, dude, he talked about it years He talked years about ago. it during, and he was like, I'm going to run as Republican because they're and dumb and they'll vote for anybody. I'm, I remember that shit. You know, I'm not, um, you know, I don't know. I don't get a whole lot of political usually, but I would definitely say <laughs> that he has not gotten a fair shake at all. No, no. not at all. I no. agree. Like, I'm, I'm a Republican, but like, what has he done that's bad? Everyone's like, oh, unemployment's like unemployment's not because right. of him. That's because of COVID, and you shut down the nation. Right. And then like, yeah, all I these mean, people died on American soil. That's because of COVID. Yeah, that's there, not because of him. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of things that have happened that are that were outside of his control. And a lot of people, you know, talk about his reaction times or whatever. But I mean, uh, based on the history of other things that have happened in this country, like uh, I don't think he's responded any more poorly than anything else. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, his response, his response to COVID doesn't upset me nearly as much as Bush's response when he was Could reading you? to elementary school kids of sitting happen? there for what, another 12 fucking minutes after he was told that we were being attacked. Oh, he yeah, sat there a, yeah. and he said because he didn't want to disturb the children or whatever. Fuck that. If, if, if an aide is telling you that we're being attacked, the first thing you should do is get the fuck up out of your chair. He looked at the camera and was like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen for another 15 minutes. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, Probably. okay, yeah, yeah I think yeah. the reason, you know, there's a reason he didn't fucking well, move. Well, and that upsets get, me way more than... my you. perspective on that, though? Yeah. He knew that he was, he was about to address the country and that was it. Like, dude, it's, shit's going down. I personally believe that he was like, okay, we're doing this thing right now. Let's have this. Let's have this good time. Let's have five let's, more minutes. Let's of have good five, times. four minutes before the yeah. entire country shuts down and goes. He fucking knew. Oh, right. Don't, okay. Don't say that because you know I, he knew. Uh, you know, I, I have my doubts. I have my doubts. Just because he was a patsy. I, yes, yeah. I believe I that. that I, I think that he didn't. But I believe it was Dick Cheney, a hundred and ten percent. Um, I I mean, he shot somebody in the face with a fucking shotgun and got away with it. Right, man. Jesus Christ. Let let me let me say this. So I see what you're saying, right? But at the same time, um, if if you don't know what's happening, yeah, that's another okay? thing he didn't really if know. You, if you don't know what's really happening, if the only thing that an aide came in and told you was was that the country is under attack. Right, which I believe I believe the aide said the nation is under attack. That's what the aide told him, and then walked away. Okay, if I don't know what's happening, then my my response as as the president needs to be absolutely immediate, because I don't know what the hell is going on. I better go find out. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? What's what's happening here can certainly wait. I can because, see both sides because, of the coin. Yeah, yeah I can you know see what both I mean? sides of the coin. Like, I understand that too. I understand like as yeah, the leader of the country, you need to fucking step up, but at the same with time. With that being said, like who who Who's dumb enough to attack America on America's soil? Unless you're attacking Alaska or Hawaii. Like, who's dumb enough to come here? You gotta be fucking pretty... They, well, that's why they did the shit that they allegedly did. Yeah, well... But to this day, <laughs> I, I know it's an inside job, and it, it, the evidence points to that 110%. Yeah, I mean, I mean at, at some level, at some level somewhere, we, we knew and participated. I don't give a shit. If you, look, if you look at our history of conflicts, like, even in... Um, what was it? World War One, uh, I believe it was the Lusitania um, that was shot down by German warships. Um, Germans warned Americans like, "Hey, we control these waters. If you bring in this passenger fucking ship, we're gonna consider that an act of war. We're gonna blow it up." Right. So what do they do? Still, they're like, "Oh, well, that's how we can get into World War One. Great." Right. Senate sank it. World yeah, War One. Pro- you know, provoking World War, it. World, sure. World War Two. Um, Australians um, deciphered a encrypted message from Japan, saying that they're gonna dis- like they're gonna right. bomb Pearl Harbor and this day and whatever. So I think it was Roosevelt at the time. What does he fucking do? Puts all of our ships in Pearl. Puts Harbor. all of our ships in there because like, nobody, hey, we all nobody need wanted to be in Pearl Harbor war. right now. Nobody wanted a new war. Nobody wanted because we're just recovering from World War One. It only happened a few years prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't want to have anything to do with it. So we loaded up the docks with a lot of warships, a lot of men and women. The rest is history. Yeah. Vietnam, those two U-boats that allegedly were shot down by Vietnamese, that never happened. Sorry. Sorry, Nixon. You're full of shit. That never happened. We. So I understand that there's probably a lot of shit. Warmongering... Big fucking business, right. dude. It's big. Well, and business. they're and they're still doing it, dude. When all this stuff started happening, there were ads on Craigslist for rioters. Did you know that? Oh, Did you know it. that there were ads on Craigslist to go and no, be I a writer? There was a that. list of things that you had. There was a code of conduct that you were supposed to do. The fact that that kind of thing is happening is absolutely well, bananas. I can't. I you know was, what I mean? Um, you should. You should definitely. Everybody should watch the episode, uh, the Joe Rogan Experience with uh, Colian Noir. Um, there's the whole Black Lives Matter thing. It's great. I was downtown. I I was armed uh, because I know people are, will say otherwise because they think that they fucking know me. But I was down there armed because I heard rumors that there was a bunch of white nationalists from wherever the fuck coming down here to start shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not on my fucking watch. Right. If you're going to start a fucking riot, dude, you're going to get shot. Right. And I, I believed at that time when it was still peaceful, they have the right to do this. I was... I was probably the most happiest to be a fucking American while people are actually like fucking exercising their first amendment right and peacefully assembling and protesting. Right, I was sure. like, fuck. And if anybody fucks with this, I'm right. going to fucking shoot them. And, and you know what? And that, that's awesome. You know what I mean? And, and if more people had that kind of perspective and they really did like, because I watched a lot of what happened here, at least from, at least from the stuff that happened at the mall, uh, because I had a friend that was was Facebook, uh, I had a friend that was Facebook live from it, but I was fairly impressed with what I saw because even the drone footage of the people standing in front of the police officers, the rioters, Uh the protesters versus the rioters. Right. So that's why I'm like, 
yeah, these are a bunch of opportunistic assholes that are using this movement to be a bunch of degenerate, right. sucking motherfuckers. But, but from what I saw, from what I saw from my friend's feed is that I noticed that so they had the, the police were lined up in front of the, the mall uh, area there, and then there were protesters in front of the police. And when when there was a few little rise ups of both, you know, some BS going on, the protesters generally were like the ones saying stop it or whatever. Yeah, because it's gonna because you're gonna have the fucking and, few people that are gonna take advantage right. of the situation just to be the fucking assholes right. that they are, and they're gonna ruin the entire message of the movement. And a right. bunch of those little shits got arrested. But I, I do. That's fucking good great. For, good for them. Right. Good. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're just rabble rousing, then you got, you know, you're not, you're not partaking properly in what's supposed to happen. <clears throat> you know, like, but I do want to circle back to, to what, um, <clears throat> what we were talking about before with the antagonizing because in, I don't know if you're aware of this, but some of what the police and stuff like that are doing in some of these bigger cities is very antagonistic. Um, and, and I think they, I don't know if it's still going on, but I know that when the riots were really, um, having issues, uh, the police were going in into neighborhoods, just wailing their freaking sirens. Yeah, that, was in, that was in Minneapolis. Yeah. And I, dude, I, I saw a video of a Minneapolis PD telling people that they need to get the fucking side and they started fucking shooting. Right. I saw people. that too. Yeah. People Granted, like on their steps. And I'm like, right. no, With their door open, no, you, know? you do not yeah. have the right I mean, to tell stri- me on my own property that right. I need to go in my fucking house. House, right? Yeah, and to then to fucking shoot me and with to fire on pepper yeah. balls. I don't care shit. if it was non-lethal or what. That was bullshit. Yeah. No, that's illegal. That's a hundred and ten percent fucking absolutely uncalled for and illegal. And those guys right. should be fucking fired and prosecuted immediately yeah. for aggravated assault. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm not okay with that at all. No. I have, as a right of American citizen, the government and anybody that works for the government works for the people. Right. That's how it is. Yeah. When you start. Not understanding that fucking part. Well, they then we forgot have a that fucking a long problem. time ago. They forgot that a long time ago. Yeah, and that, that even Americans have fucking forgot but, about that a long time ago. They they want more government control, more government this. I want the government to take care of me. Fuck no, because yeah, that's exactly big what happens. Is a, you know, people don't understand the dangers of big government. You know what I mean? They, really they don't, don't because we don't we don't fucking teach that history anymore. Why? Right? Why do you think the, the founders left their fucking countries? Well, to and found a new country because and, and, of the sh- same shit, the oppression, the fucking uh, just constant fucking tax taxations, the fucking. Right. Lack of freedom of speech, lack of religion, lack of like. In, well, in, in my in my in my eyes, like I believe that discussions are the only way that we can progress. Right, it's just like a, a real capitalist country, right. not what we turn into, where you have bailouts. Capitalism uh, fundamentally is someone comes out with a better product than you, you need to yeah. innovate or you die out. Right, that's Capitalism. how you bring. Progress. Same thing with fucking speech and discussion. Right. If you cannot have a discussion, you will never move forward. Right. And that is what's currently happened. We're being oppressed by that. In in my opinion, we can't have discussions because you're a bigot. You're a racist. You, you we can't have discussions, and that's what pisses me off more than fucking anything. Right. Let's have a discussion. In in my opinion, you can't have like capitalism. 
uh, if you have capitalism, the the phrase "too big to fail" does not exist. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? It's competition because, because that is capitalism at its finest. Of of that, that's exactly what it means. You know what I mean? If you're, if like, you're failing as a company, like GM, for instance, that came up right. with shitty products, they were going under. Right. Government bailed them out. No. Yep. No. Because yeah. and they're, they're still uh, putting out shitty products. Exactly. Right. So you see all these department stores that are going under, and they're everybody's blaming Amazon and fucking all right. these. Other, but like, what? What about Walmart? Right. But they um, have a storefront. They have like you need to get with the fucking times. And if you're not capable of competing, then you're doomed to fail. That's capitalism because right. capitalism is about innovation. And if you cannot keep up with the times. Bye. Right. Oh, uh, real quick. I think I kind of there was another point that we kind of. Um, Passover, as far as like, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm going to say that I do not think that the country that we have today, the the system of government we have today, is not the idea that our forefathers had in mind. Um, Definitely not. When they, you know, they wanted the local government to to really, you know, that that was. Supreme, you know what I mean? Like, like, like the the state, you know, the county and the state, and then the the federal, you know, those are like things that you lean on if you have to. But really, you know, we we were intended to, you know, Police the communities were self-sustaining on their own. Exactly. Right. What they you're we were supposed to determine the laws, the infrastructure, everything. Completely dependent on right our ourselves, area. yeah, our, our yep, area, our, our communities, yep. and that is what how we govern what is best for this community, right? And we and have flipped that on its ear. It is yeah. almost completely the opposite. Yeah, and I think the biggest one of the biggest reasons why is there's no term limits. Oh yeah, you, you know what I mean. The fact the fact that you can make a career as a lawmaker, uh, uh, for one, the fact that we call them lawmakers today is completely not. You know, no. The reason why we call them politicians is even worse because they're actually representatives. They're they're supposed to represent the population right. that. Um, right. Fucking. But instead, them in. they're just. I mean, they yeah. introduced endless, like you know, um, you know. Laws and stuff, you know, bills for, you know, their own interests, the interests of their friends, whatever, you know, exactly, up or one yeah. percent, whatever, you know, whatever, however, however you want to put it, uh, they don't give two craps about the real constituency, you know what I mean? How it, how it was supposed to go and how it's actually written is a certain population nominates a candidate mm-hmm. that is best resi- that best that they believe will best represent their community their, right. their fucking values, thoughts their ideas their, yeah, everything exactly. and then they're the one that goes to Washington and speaks for that community yeah once you're done you go back to the fucking farm right you didn't have to what what's this super PACs what's this PAC shit why yeah. why do why if i want to be become a politician or become president why the Fuck! Do I have to raise millions and millions of right. fucking dollars for what? And then, uh, and fuck then, you! That doesn't. Say, that's that's not other, in any document that I've read. What the, the other fuck? thing I don't understand is why. Uh, they, I mean, they get exorbitant amounts of money. 
Okay. Uh, and especially when you consider everything that gets taken care of for for them anyway. You know what I mean? Plus, on top of that, they get their salary. But then, like, what is it? Like, you have to be uh, in for two terms when and, and you get salary the rest of your life? Yeah, Are you kidding that. me? And and they get and they get their medical, their insurance, and how come their insurance isn't? Like, you know what? Like politicians and everything, unless they're paying out of their own pocket, how come their insurance isn't Medicaid? Exactly. You want to? Well, I mean, that's the government insurance, bro. If, if Why don't you use that? I believe it's the, good enough for the people. It should be good enough for you. Mm-hmm. The third president, John Adams, once said, "You shouldn't become rich being a politician or no. working in the government." No. Where are they getting all their money from? Lobbyists. Right. Lobbyists. You got them right. And you, that's crooked as fuck. You got them right. And I can't believe people don't realize it. Like, people just don't, like, do they, well, you want to know why people don't realize it? Jeffrey Epstein was about to bust up a whole bunch of people, right? Right. What happened since then? Right. Murder wasps, COVID. I like to call them Baskin Bees. George Floyd. <laughs> like, all this shit. They just pushed the fucking something. Wait. Wait, this lady that they got in there right now, Madam whatever her name is, Epstein's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, she's going to come out, say something, and then we won't be talking about Black Lives Matter anymore. We'll be talking about something else. Oh, that's why the whole Wayfair, like, she think everybody's starting to think that uh, the whole Wayfair thing of the uh, sex trafficking and shit, charging $12,000 for a fucking flimsy ass aluminum fucking shelf and then you take the SKU number and put it into what is it Yada Yet Yamtech or I can't remember the website and then yeah, the I, child I, I, fucking yeah. that's fu- people are starting to believe that, that she already fucking blew the cover on that and like a lot of people are saying is like well you know it could have been a disgruntled employee that in the back end fucking does all the shit it's like yeah maybe but isn't the, it worth the, looking the, into? The, the best, the best fucking places to hide is in fucking plain sight, where nobody would fucking see. Like right. if it's a, it's a multinational fucking distribution center is what Wayfair is. So what better opportunity for sex trafficking than that? Right. You have the guise of uh, fucking being somebody that produces products and sells a high end shit or expensive shit and. Yeah, I I've heard again their posts. I haven't done the research, but there's been employees from Wafer that says like, yeah, there's a when I worked there, there was like crates would come in and they would be ASAP. It's like we wouldn't thoroughly check them. They we just they came in. We're like okay, uh, and we sent them along. We, there's no fucking checks. There's no anything. There's another guy. Um, a couple of truck drivers that were pulled over, or they fucking on way stations that they were. Um, distributing Wayfair wares and shit and all the crates were filled with fucking drugs and whatever. It's like, if you have that type of distribution center, it's like, why the fuck not exploit the fuck out of it? Yep. I mean, you already have, you, you, you have this brand that is hidden by all this other shit. Hiding in plain sight is fucking like fuckery 101. That's right. what you fucking do. That's you don't have a website that says, "Hey, sextrafficking.com." No, you have fucking you have fucking Walmart, you have Best Buy, you have fucking Wayfair, you have fucking Amazon. Best way. And you already saw it because the chances of you being called out. The more common people to, you have using it, the exactly. better you can hide. Exactly. Right. The more millions of people that are dude. using it every day, the right. better because, you can because fucking Because then hide. it's never suspicious to see 
them, you know, functioning somewhere. It's going to be crazy how much comes out. Like, there's a lot of people involved in this. Like, yeah. politicians, not even, like, queens and fucking kings. Like, Prince Edward, fucking musicians, NBA star. It's going to go down the Tom line. Tom fucking Hanks. There's going to be a lot of people that get busted if they get busted, and it's yeah. going to be fucking hilarious. See, that's the thing How that many people are raping children. Probably just as many people as, that are smoking weed. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if hilarious is the word I would use. I think it's hilarious because I fucking... I think because everyone's like, oh, no, they're not doing it. These people are good people. These are the people we look up to. Right. Like, I, I find mean, it... It's not hilarious. It's... Uh, what's the word? It's fucking tragic is what it is. Well, people are getting raped. It's happening. Right. You know, I'm not doing it, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a word for it, but I'm too drunk to think about it right now. It's it's poetic. God, I can't, I can't it's think poetic. Of I'm going to say it's poetic because it's like the, the same group of individuals have been preaching to you about this shit. They go on fucking PETA. They say, oh, save all the animals. And they right. they act all this righteous well, shit. Well, I mean, okay, but it's, look at Bill Cosby. Then, I mean, Bill Cosby. It, you know, it, is, it, is, it is the old English term for comedy, which is actually tragedy. Tr- tragedy. And that's what this is. It's a fucking comedy right now in its most simplest terms old time terms we are witnessing the ultimate fucking comedy right now okay i mean i I understand that but at the the same time um there's a lot of hurt people you know what i mean and so uh it's only so funny (laughs) there's a lot of hurt people every day well and i i agree agree with that i'm using using the old english term right of comedy, right? That's about betrayal. Uh, about yeah, no, yeah. If I'm gonna and, get butthurt about sure. every atrocity, atrocity and, and that happens in the world, I'm gonna be a sad fucking individual. I'm gonna laugh at that shit and be right. like, "Man, those people should have seen that shit coming." Right. Yeah, I'm like what, with Chris D'Elia. I mean, holy cow! Yeah, Dude I, played a pedophile you, in so yeah, many different I'm like, shows. Are you kidding me? Like he literally played like, a pedophile in so many shows. That's uh, yeah, that's fucked up, man. And, like, but and I mean, come if, to find if out, if you, it, it wasn't range; it was just personality. Yeah, but, it's just but who he is. But you know what's you know what's really fucked up about that? Like Louis C.K. kind of had the same thing happen to him. Where like he always talk about jerking off in this weird, like even on uh, the um, Louis, the show right. Louis. Yeah, like he tried to fucking like you know force, not really force, but kind of force fucking sexual shit onto fuck like i think right. he was fucking crying out he's like dude i want to make amends for my past fucking crimes dude and when that came to light it was like holy shit and then his, right. you realize his shows and his jokes is like holy fuck and then the chris delila thing i'm like fuck dude like can you get any more obvious than that it's like right. obviously you can't fucking prosecute somebody without evidence but like there, there's a certain crying out like they want to be caught or there's a thrill of being caught or so, they want yeah, to I mean, admit this shit or they know they fucked up. But who knows? <coughs> but it's kind of a fucked up thing to think about, especially when it, everything comes to light and you're like, you watch their past shit and you're like, holy <coughs> fuck, dude. What? Yeah. I don't know. My thing is, and I will say this any day of the fucking week, you know, if if it was my kids that would be sexually exploited, 
I would seriously fucking armor up and I'll fucking shoot every motherfucker that ever <laughs> t- laid a goddamn finger on him. Yeah, no, I, I, I would with, have a with hard reckless job. fucking abandon. I would just shoot everybody. I'll, I'll say fucking this: murder all of them. Don't diddle kids. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Like, and it's so sad that you have to say that. Like, why? Why you are people? I don't people understand that. why people are sexually attracted to kids. I don't get it. Hey, I like big fake titties and big old asses on them. Bro, <laughs> fucking I, hairy vaginas. That's what I'm into, dude. You, 70s porn all the I, way, dude. Uh, Fuck yeah. God. I cannot even, dude, I cannot even, I could tell you things that people have, you got to remember, dude, I did 10 years yeah. up on the hill. I did six and a half on the hill, and believe me, there's plenty of sex offenders in there. Yeah, well, you, you said something were, earlier about people don't things, mind if you steal from pedophiles or dude, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the things I learned <laughs> in prison. It's all right to steal from pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, nobody gives a shit. Um, That's a Bill Cosby reference. Right. Yeah, to your is. stand-up is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's where <laughs> it was from. Yeah, Just so everybody knows. Right. <laughs> yeah, because then I rip off Bill Cosby because mm-hmm. fuck Bill Cosby. Agreed. <laughs> you know, but kids, you know, dude, he made the dude. The thing that makes me the most upset about the shit with Bill Cosby, and granted, like, like he, you know, raped a bunch of women, whatever, um, and and that's terrible. But you know what really chaps my ass about him while he was doing that, you were the fucking morality police to other comedians at the time. Fuck you. Yeah, was he like fucking buzz? asshole? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what a piece of shit. Like, that's Murphy's my opinion. Doing some racist shit right now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you, Bill Cosby. You're raping people. Yeah. Oh God. Like, oh. My parents would never let me watch <laughs> Bill Cosby. Bush, Bill Cosby in fucking English class on the last day of our senior year. He was a great stand-up. Fantastic. No, yeah, man. no, he was Brilliant. phenomenal. His talent is no but question. What 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 my argument on this whole thing is like you fucking completely shutting comedians down or whatever. Same thing with my my opinion with fucking Trump. Appreciate the artistry and what they brought to society. And they're you know, fuck their personal lives. Right. You can enjoy Bill Cosby's stand up. You can enjoy Louis C.K. You can enjoy Chris Dalla's fucking shit. You can. Right. But can, you can it, enjoy make the sure. Lost Prophets music. You can. You know, well, they I skip the all of them, to be honest. I don't mind Lost Prophets. Uh, I still listen to them. I, every time when I see them on my radio station on Apple Music, I fucking skip them just because I know what he fucking did. And I never got into them, so I don't really I like care their to, original I guess. CD. But, like, you know, uh, it, this might. This might be taken. You really separate the art from up. the person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And don't don't fucking worry about the person behind the fucking scenes making this fucking art. This is a lot I of do that. fucked up artists, and there's a lot of. But what they brought to society at that fucking time is right. fucking amazing. Sure. And appreciate well, the art. Fuck the person. And, I don't know if that makes sense. Or and if actually, I'm like, yeah, Bill Cosby is a great example of that because think think of the positive role model that Bill Cosby was. Yeah, he, was. he portrayed. Community. He was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and he, and there's no denying that he had a great positive. He taught a lot of lessons. That way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it is. It is. It's a conundrum. Yeah. It's it is a up. real yeah, conundrum. It's, it's, it's a weird. It, but it's a weird, like being in the joint of, yeah. was the same way. Like because in the joint. Dude, there were times where guys guys that were in for sex charges would say some stuff that would try and justify their behavior. That was just it, it 
like it's offensive to like you hear it and you burn with anger. You know what I mean? But there were also other guys that like had, you know, had messed up, you know, admitted what they did and weren't like the same people, whatever. Well, but like I, some I of, know a couple that are like registered and like right. one of them was dating a 16-year-old when he turned 18. Right. And that's, see, that's not bogus. his fault. That's so and Then bogus. I know another guy that was jerking off and he's in a Mormon area. Right. And his mom walked in on him and he pushed her out <laughs> and he got sexual assault and pushed her out of the room. Like, that's some fucked up shit. Like, that's, that's terrible. the whole court system just fucking that guy over. Yeah. Yeah. But then, now he's a registered yeah. sex offender. But, but like, when. At 19 years, he skipped high school to go home and jerk off. Right. And his mom walked in on him and now he's a registered sex offender. But when a dude. When a dude. When tells a dude's me, raping a kid, yeah, that's fucked up. When a, when a dude tells me that the six year old, like, was, like, hitting on him and was dressing Provocatively, I'm Fuck like, it's you. a fucking six year old. You fucking, fucking dress that six year old motherfucker. Know, yeah, you know, I was just like, I don't give two, f- dude. And then you like, punch him in hey, the face twice and no, left him yeah. alone. Well, okay, so I was like, I was like really involved in the church and everything. And so yeah, this is yeah. this is exactly what I said to him. I said, listen, man. I said, uh, if you want to come up here for counseling and and talk to somebody and everything, because I I, uh, I did a lot of counseling with people. I was a deacon for the church and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know hard to imagine, right? <laughs> that I was a deacon for a church for a while. But uh, of course it was a prison church. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> it's not the nicest right. of all it's the nicest church. Not, I mean, we, better than this basement. Not your we, normal we had a leaky roof and we had some fucking floor tiles you know, that should yeah. be repaired. We, we, we were making wine in the toilet fucking for but communion. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man, hey, some of that toilet hooch ain't too Dude, bad. I've heard it's good. I want to, I've heard somebody like on the radio, some dude was talking about making something right. it was actually good wine. But like, uh um, but dude, yeah. that dude, I told him straight up. I was like, "Listen, if you if it's got something to do with the church or whatever, like I'll make time for you. But outside of here, don't you even freaking talk to me, pal. Like I got I like, got no time for you on if personal If you're here level. to try to make your sins right, like, like I don't want to hear that. Shit. Well, I mean, you surely aren't because you just blamed a six year old. You fucking for fucking of, getting raped. Like, yeah, fucking, like fuck. Oh. You know, I remember hearing a bunch of celebrities being completely vocal. And I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. They were like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm fucking burping up beer. You've like they were, 12 ounces. I know. They were, they were sticking up for fucking pedophiles. Oh, they're just wired that way. They fucking, I mean, that's just how they they were built and whatever. And that doesn't fucking make it okay. Like, what? Yeah. Then this is how you solve the problem. It's called yeah. a nine millimeter straight into the fucking temple. Nah, I got problem better one solved. for you. Whoever's daughter got raped gets a hammer. You get one swing at the Ooh. testicles. Oof. No, that'll, fuck that'll, that. that'll fix no, no, it real no, no, quick. No. Chemical no, castration so, no. will work easy, fuck equally that. well. No, 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 no. I'm even more brutal than that. You guys all, you guys all seen the movie Hostel? Oh yeah. There you go. That's you had the movie. fucking pedophile on a locked fucking room underneath the fucking caverns underneath fucking France Jeez. or catacombs, and what you have the many, many tools at your disposal. Right. Do with it as you wish, and you have plenty <laughs> of shots of adrenaline. So after when that motherfucker is passing out from the fucking pain, you get a shot right in the heart, uh, wake his ass up, and you make it prolonged as possible. If you're a uh, fucking pedophile. There's only one cure for that, and that is death. 
That is absolutely dead. If you're wired that way, there's no fixing you. There's no yeah, rehabilitation. I mean, it, yeah. there, you can't go to fucking uh, uh, Catholic gay camp and be fucking, oh, you're fucking, you're converted back to being a heterosexual. Like, no, that shit doesn't exist for you. Right. It doesn't exist for gays either. The Catholic church is fucking Same horrible. thing that Banamo. happened to Jeffrey Epstein. That's the and way yeah, right. it, you, I believe that if you're a pedophile and you rape fucking kids, we need to throw out the Cruel and Unusual Punishments Act completely right. and make an exception I mean, specifically for those individuals. Yeah, right. because okay, I mean, but we're getting the, rid of the death penalty, so the harm The harm that pedophiles cause is immeasurable. Oh, yeah, because it, it just ailment. makes more... It's a lifetime like, and that's of saying psychological it, it, it turns these anything. kids into fucking criminals. Like, you're not yeah. going to be a normal kid after you've been raped. Yeah. You're I mean, not going to grow to be it, a normal is it person. Possible? It's possible. It's possible, it's possible yes, but, I agree. It, but it's unlikely and it's rare. And you're just making more problems yeah, with yeah. all these like I feel like the kids are gonna have a fucked up life. Yeah, no. Probably gonna fall into something bad, it drugs is. or something. Probably gonna do the same it. fucking thing. Probably and, fall into yeah, the same and, shit. And probably and that's all you're doing with that shit. That's some bullshit. And I mean, also at this time, this is this is not you robbing somebody at fucking gunpoint and then like right. the situation. Oh, now I'm no, afraid to go to my car life. at night. No, this is I'm afraid to be I'm, a fucking I'm afraid person of having with my any, family, with my best friend, right. with yeah, my any, any uncle, sexual interaction with my, with my husband or whatever. Right. I have these drawbacks. Oh I yeah, punch him. Yeah. Like, dude, that, that yeah. shit is a life long. Yep. For you sure. do not deserve to breathe another fucking breath on this yeah. fucking planet yeah. if you exploit fucking kids. Are you serious? Yeah, no, no. I totally get it. And anybody that I fucking disagrees with me to go is a piece of shit. New York and give me money like pickpockets. No, dude, it's like fucked, man. Days. Like. Fuck me! I'll exploit some kids that way. You know, and <laughs> I'll give them money. I'm not gonna rape them or anything. I just want them to steal from people. Yeah, dude. Give Fuck me half of it. I'll be their leader. <laughs> yeah, have a bunch of Smurfs rob for you. It's like what? that's all I'm gonna exploit kids. I'm gonna you, fucking wait a second. Wait a second. Smurfs and rob shit. What did you just get on? Like, like we we kind of I want to like, get a group. Of we kind of like like a bunch of we kind of like had the tail end of the pedophile <laughs> conversation, and then all of a sudden I want a group you just want to employ a bunch of Oliver. I'm, I'm gonna adopt a bunch of orphans in Sioux Falls, in South Dakota here. And they're gonna go out and just like be like, oh, please, sir. I'm Can I have some more? Can I have some more? And then they'll rob you and then they'll give me half of it. That's what I want. I'm gonna exploit kids. But that's you're, the way to do it. Oh if you're gonna exploit kids, if you're gonna, that's gonna the way exploit to, a kid, <laughs> that's the way you exploit because, a kid. Because if you think about it, that only builds them up to be adults. Because now they have a business model. They know about fucking. They know uh, not, life's hard. Right. Like nothing's free. Why yeah, do you they think, they fucking why do you know th- about like shit. Fucking you know, what am I trying to think of? God, all these words I want to fucking say, but I'm too stupid to think of them. Scrape and all these expenditures, dude. Do. All these fucking expenses that come up. The fucking right. un shit. Like oh, what if oh, yeah. what if you get robbed the twenty fucking bucks that you just stole? Like they'll fucking call me. You gotta sir, make that up. You gotta make me. so you yes, you learn you learn how to be a businessman. Was right. I a good so, orphan today, sir? Yeah, yeah. yeah having were. having being the Pied Piper of fucking children and fucking having them being your Smurfs and robbing people, I can see that because well, you're teaching quit, them. Quit that's using acceptable life exploitation. Yeah, no, I think that, okay. I think that's right. acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or child labor like no. in China. Yeah, because it teaches them, them responsibility. Make them make Nikes for you. That's okay. <laughs> Oh my god! This is so fucked. Jeez. It's the most fucked episode we had. <laughs> it's it is a really dude. We have been we have been all over well, on every. All right, here's a question: Every is, jacked up topic we yeah. can think of is just, child <laughs> we labor better than slave labor? 
Dude, my okay. Hang on a second. Since if, we're, if they want to work, then no. Since I mean, if they're paying you, okay. Hang if on you're a paying the children, uh, are you like, paying them a legal clearly, minimum wage? Clearly below minimum wage. I want to. Uh, I want to say no. something since we're talking about child labor and stuff like that. So my dad, my dad, God rest his soul, uh, was a great believer in in uh, the working of children, right? I, I firmly believe that the reason he married my mother is she was a, div, a, divorce, a divorcee with two kids. So he had free labor. That was a pre-existing <laughs> work. That was the one thing. That, was, yeah. tax that, company, yeah, that company already had workers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, they are now his employees. Yep. Like, uh, and I didn't have an allowance when I was growing up. My allowance is I was allowed to live. That was, <laughs> you, you got food, you got a place. My allowance. Did you have to pay for condiments? I fucking feed you every night, yeah. don't I? I want some like, ketchup. Oh, dude, buy your own ketchup then, bitch. Dude, so we had we had a huge yard. We had a huge yard. We had like at least an acre of grass on our yard. And we also mowed my grandma's yard. And then my dad had another property that he owned for a number of years that we mowed. And we mowed all of this grass with like just a little 22-inch push mower for a long, long time. And it took an entire Saturday for from like as soon as the grass was dry until like sometimes it was getting dark by the time we were done, right? And I hated it. Well, we finally got a, like a big riding mower, right? But my dad, when he got the riding mower, he, he rolled behind you while you're doing the push mower. He didn't. <laughs> no, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. He didn't, you didn't like turn on the blades. He didn't like how the grass clippings were on the lawn, and so then I had to rake the yard and this is like like i said so we're talking there's at least probably between all the yards we mowed it was probably at least two acres which by the way is not how you measure yards that's how you measure fucking fields okay (laughs) (laughs) and so like it was like the most of like it was this crazy amount of work and i was like dad can we please get a bagger for the mower? I'm like 12, okay? Maybe 11. Like, I'm like, can we please get a bagger for the mower? He's like, well, you got to pay for it. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me in order for me to work less around the house, I got to get a job. So, yeah, I can pay <laughs> I gotta for get a job to do this fucking job. Right. I got to get All a right. job to do the house job now. You know, like, oh, my God. It was terrible. My dad was a, he, he ruled with an iron fist. Yeah, like the, is, uh, the, the biggest thing that when I was growing up, like I grew up in a military family, like my stepdad was very punctual. <laughs> and when I was about 16 and I started figuring out, well, it was before that, but um, around that age, 14, 16, you're realizing that you're a man and you like boobs and you like vagina. <laughs> so, you know, all my fucking girlfriends that I had, I'm, we're out of town. Big old titties, too, on them, all of them. Probably. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if I were to show up one minute, one minute past fucking curfew, I'd be grounded for a week. So, and I was like, dude, fuck this guy. Like, that, that was rough as a 14, 16-year-old that's experimenting with titties and <laughs> fucking coming all over the place. That was rough, man. That was fucking rough. And, like... To this fucking day, even for stupid fucking shit, like T-Night, we don't really have a set schedule, but when we did, when it, when we first started, it was like, okay, we're going to be at BB's. At the time, it was Nutty's at 9 p.m. I was there at 8.45. Right. Uh, dude, that's the same and, way I am. I'm never and if, late. And if, and if 
you are not, like when I was living with a couple of buddies at the time, if you weren't in my car by this specific time, you're leaving their ass. You're driving yourself. Yeah. Good. Even for something as stupid as fucking tea night, right. I could not be late. For, I have, I've I only been late in, in the last seven years of my current job. I've been late twice. One because of snow and traffic. And the second time was because my my serpentine belt snapped in my <coughs> fucking car, and I couldn't drive. Right. But I was technically on time because I was right by the Honda store. Right. So technically, I was at work. Right. Like I, somehow, I was able to drive my car without power steering, without anything, for another block and pull it in by the gas station right next to our Honda store. So... I, I get very, even if it's stupid shit, if I'm told I need to be at this place at this fucking time, I'm there at that fucking time. Yeah. If anybody is making me late, I get extremely oh, stressed you. the fuck out. I hate being late for shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, it fu- it's fucking rough. But, like, the, you know, back in the day, it was fucking horrible because, like, I'll be like, oh, dude, I want to fucking hang on with my fucking girlfriend, dude. No, I'm fucking. But right. that is all about being on fucking time, being punctual. And that has helped me out greatly. Like there, nobody can fucking talk shit about me being on time. If anybody says, "Oh yeah, you're late," I'm like, if I'm late, there's a good fucking reason why I'm right. late. Right. Like, like I have a legitimate excuse. My car like, won't start. Like my today, I almost, whatever. I almost texted Blackberry saying I was gonna be late because I left my house at twelve thirty and I still had to get beer. I was like, I almost texted him. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm gonna be fucking late. When when were we when were we trying to do this before was it what two weeks ago or whatever, dude? That was a day from hell for me. Oh, I had, oh to, yeah, 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 I had yeah. to change. I had to change the trailer tires on that thing fucking twice. <laughs> yeah. I was so mad. Well, like so, I had to change them that first time, which is why I was late. But then, um, one of the tires that I had bought was faulty. Like the the valve wasn't accepting air because mm-hmm. I needed to air it up. And, and it wouldn't take air, so I took it to Walmart, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just give you two new ones. Well, okay, that means I have to... And I had to do it... When I did it the second time, especially, um, because it was a return, the, and they wouldn't do it... Like, they wouldn't do give me both of them so that I could just go out and do it or whatever. So, like, I had to do one... Like, I took one off and took it in and did an exchange, and I put that on. And then I had to go take the other one off and take that in and do the exchange and come out and put that one back on. Like, it was so, whatever. It was a real pain in the ass. And it was hot as shit that day. (laughs) Yep. Fucking know how that is, dude. Like, I don't know. That's that's the one thing that I'm thankful for, my fucking stepdad. Like, just fucking how do you even, it's stupid shit, like fucking a, curfew dude even if i'm a minute late or but i mean those little tiny fucking things made me i believe a fucking way better fucking person and more respectful for other people's fucking time that's not my own yeah like you and know, professionally I, it yeah. really makes a difference dude like you know i'm usually um, not anymore because i live like two blocks away from fucking work like before i'll be at work every fucking day 15 20 minutes early every yeah. fucking day and yeah, it's and I got I've on uh, my record I was praised for that multiple fucking times. So for even fucking petty shit, if my parents want me, hey, we're having uh, lunch at our house at one p.m. and if fucking old lady taking too long and doing her makeup and shit, I'm like, dude, let's fucking go because I know how long it takes to get to Salem, and I'm like, even it doesn't fucking matter if we're at there at one ten. 
it's fine. But fuck, I just got that it implemented in me way when when I wanted fucking pussy and boobs, and that nah. fucking stuck with me for years. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, I need to get pussy. I need to get boobs. We need to be on time. And that, <laughs> I think that's the underlying thing oh, that I think God. of when I have to be on time for shit. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be pussy and boobs there. Jeez. <laughs> 16 year, 14, 16 year old fucking me, fucking degenerate, wanting oh, to fucking yeah. take care of my boners. That's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm really glad I don't have a boy. <laughs> I just have girls. I'm like, you have to be on time for shit. Because <laughs> you're not getting dead. Dudes will make up time for you. Yeah, dude, no. Fuck. I'm not looking forward to that, dude. No dating. Hey, anytime anytime you need, like, the Den of Thieves garage crew, uh, just let me know. I'll come over. <laughs> fuck, I love, I love having a bunch of fucking, like, moms with boys on, go on Facebook. It's like, dude... You know, if my son is dating your fucking girl, dude, and you're ever fucking threatening with a fucking gun, you're going to have a fucking problem with me. I'm like, hmm, what are the repercussions of your son dating my daughter? Right. Is your son going to take care of the bastard? No. Right. I am. Right. So, yeah, when your son comes over to my house to date my daughters, I am definitely going to be cleaning my fucking shotgun out fucking front. Yeah. I'll make it very clear that unless you have a stable job, don't put your dick in her. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, and... Would you tell yourself that 10 years ago? No, I'd be like, fuck whatever you want, dude. Yeah, exactly. Dude, but uh, you know, No, I wore condoms. I wore condoms on time. Because I remember going to the grocery store, like, after when I had a hickey on my neck, which was not sexual at all. It was just my girlfriend at the time biting me for some reason. <laughs> and uh, Alex gave you that one. Probably Alex, yeah, Alex Keen, a son of a bitch. But like, <laughs> it wasn't sexual. He was my, telling my, me how yeah, to do my, it. My stepdad he was, was like, teaching me how to do it. Yeah, he was teaching me how to do it. Alex Keen did. It. It was like give hickeys. But, but like, my stepdad saw it and he's like, "All right, we need to go to the grocery store." I'm like, "Why well, do I need to go with you?" I'm like, "All right, fine, fucking." On the way there, he's like, "Hey, gave me the birds and the bees talk," and he's like, "Dude." If you're not ready to have a fucking kid, wear a fucking condom. I started laughing my ass off. Dude, like, is this really happening right now? I did, I did not get yeah, any like, kind oh, of. I never dude. got a birthday. I got, dude. Time. I got. It, it I was, watched it was, part porn when I was eight years old. I figured it all out. Real yeah, quick. No. but mine was mine was whole. Mine the whole talk the talk if you can even call it that was like, can you afford a kid right now? If not. Wear a condom, right? <laughs> that was and basically, I mean, and I had hey, that talk. Hey, I, I had that talk three Black fucking beard. times. I don't care. You, I didn't have it one and done. I had Black it three beard. fucking times. Can you afford a kid right now? No. Wear a condom. Right? Yeah. I don't care how <laughs> old you are. That's solid fucking advice. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. You can be forty-two. Can you afford a kid right now? Nope. Wear a condom. Okay, right yeah. I'll just keep Fuck blowing yeah. it wherever. Uh, yeah. Believe me, uh, my child support balance definitely says wear a condom. Okay. <laughs> like definitely. I'm glad. Like I've, I don't know. I've never had a kid, and I'm glad I haven't. Right. Knock on wood, but fuck, I blow. I haven't worn condoms since I was like 19 years old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm, I have more respect for myself. I'm than that. definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely more careful uh, than I was when I was young. When I was young, but like the kids, I have really I, good control. And like I said, 
Like I told you earlier, I got hit in the dick when I was a kid. Right. And it's, well, I don't think I can have kids. Right. But I'm yeah. more worried about STDs than having I, a kid. Like, I, I get, know how to come. I get worried about the women in the first couple rows of the shows that I'm at. Like, if any of those <laughs> women are ovulating, I'm... They're in, already pregnant. Like, they could Just be. buying a front row <laughs> ticket, you're pregnant. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like, it is, it is definitely a problem for me. P.S. I switched it up to the Mickey's 40 ounce. Yeah, I see that. Some fine malt liquor there. This yeah. one's going to... Make me sick. I have a feeling. I don't know. My monster ran out a while ago, but yeah. there's, there's no other. We're, we're still going. No, the podcast is still going. Yeah, no, that's. I'm cool with that. Though. We could have a five hour podcast. I don't care. Like, right, Blackbeard. I don't care either. It's COVID. What are we? We gonna just do? got done talking about how I spray it everywhere and I haven't worn a condom since I was nineteen. You should tell Will about your experience, your college experience, um, with some with a condom. The last time I wore a condom. <laughs> Yeah. That was probably the last time I wore a condom. Jeez, oh god. So uh, I was banging this. I was banging this chick. This Mexican, the Mexican Latina chick. She was a track star. She was fast. She was quick. <laughs> but anyways, we're up in like her room, like in her dorm, and we're banging. I got a condom on, and I used all that magnum. I thought I was coming, but instead I was drunk and I started peeing. Oh my god! And no. I filled up a magnum condom with diabetic piss. Pulled it out of her and it kind of like slingshotted back towards me. I cramped it down real quick so nothing came out. S- took it off and threw it in the trash can without tying it off. So <laughs> there's diabetic piss everywhere in there. Do- and you can smell it for like two weeks in that dorm room. Oh my God. In that dorm area. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah they probably fermented it and make fucking liquor out of it. Oh my God. All the sugar content in your piss. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Good times, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I think I was there the same fucking weekend you were during that time. I'm pretty you sure. You banged a Mexican, too? No, no, no. no. Uh-huh. We went to fucking uh, one of my classmates' fucking uh, dorm parties or some shit. I think you brand- you were there separately, and we're like, oh, what the fuck, dude? And then I went home like a little bitch. And then, uh, yeah. Down in Briarcliff. Oh, was that Briarcliff? Yeah, that was at Briarcliff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I thought it was in Yankton. No, that was the Sioux City. Or no. not Yankton, Vermilion. Nope. Nope. All right. I've never been to D-Days or Hobo Days. Really? Like, during the time. like Because it's always during my birthday. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I never go. But yeah. I heard it's a good time. <laughs> I remember the last... the Actually, uh, it was the second time I was at D-Days when I was actually drinking. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. But uh, I had a classmate of ours, and then her boyfriend was with me. I was driving his fucking truck all over fucking town, doing whatever the fuck, picking up alcohol, picking up other people or whatever. And then I remember stopping at our uh, another friend's house, like uh, Travis Gillette's fucking friends, whatever, in Vermilion. And all of a sudden, like, they all get out of the truck, and I get out of the driver's seat, and everybody is like, fucking Kirk, dude, Blackbeard, fuck yeah, fucking, like, I'm like, what the fuck are you... Why are you applauding me, dude? He's like, you just got out of the driver's seat of a truck holding a fucking beer. I was like, oh yeah, I was drinking all over fucking town. It was it was part of D days. I just thought that was the cultural thing to do. Just fucking waving at cops while they fucking see you drinking and driving. Then give a fuck, dude. Just as long as you don't leave town, like who cares? I just didn't even think anything of it. That was and that was also the worst fucking experience ever because they didn't have any fucking beds or room available in the apartment that we're all staying in so me and rockstar had to sleep in a fucking miata 
Uh, That's a comfy sleep. Ooh, that was not. <laughs> and, and I was so pissed after that night, dude. I got like no, like maybe two hours of fucking sleep. Just felt like shit. Back pain, neck pain, dick dude, pain. He probably raped me when I was fucking I, in his Miata. <laughs> and I, I called my girlfriend at the time. Like, you need to pick me up, dude. I'm, I don't want to do this <laughs> another fucking night. And then like when we woke up, they're like, oh, where would you guys sleep? Like, in his fucking Miata. It's like. Oh, there were air mattresses available. I mean, you guys never fucking told right. us that, you sons of bitches. You know, yeah, I probably sleep in my car. I probably sleep in my car more times than I have to, but I don't like to always ask people either. But I've, dude, I've put 13,000 miles on that car since March. Yeah. That's how much I travel. Like, I uh, went down to Texas and did a But you don't trip. drive a fucking Miata, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 1996 Oldsmobile LSS. Yeah, dude. And fucking, I bet the suspension's all fucked. So, like, when you No, it's, fu- it's no? awesome. Matter of fact, my dad, uh, my dad put air shocks in it. Yeah, my fucking uh, 98 Regency fucking had, like, the shocks in the back all fucked. So, like, when I had a lot of people in the backseat, every time when I hit, like, a fucking train track or whatever, that fucking ass end would just bob, like, for fucking maybe 100 feet. (laughs) It It was the most comfortable fucking ride. Right. Ever, I miss that fucking car. I yeah, no, it. this thing rides like a dream. It really Fuck does. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and it's got two hundred some thousand miles on, like two hundred fourteen thousand miles or seventeen something. Yeah, those fucking early nineties fucking vehicles will last forever. If you oh, take yeah. care of them. Oh yeah, like and my I, dad did. He was very good about regular maintenance and stuff like that. In my Regency, I had the 3800 engine, which I guess people pray. I don't know anything about fucking cars, but, like, my buddies saw that and were like, dude, this, if you fucking do regular maintenance, it'll literally last. Right. That, that's why they came out with the 3800 version 2, and they made it absolute shit so people actually break down and have to buy new fucking cars because they made the 3800, like, rocks fucking solid. Right. Uh, you know, the other thing the other thing about that car, so that that was my dad's car. Right. And uh, my my mom let me take that on the road starting in March or whatever. And I can always tell that dad is I know that dad is with me uh, because the car starts by itself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like legitimately, I swear to God, that car, the keys will be in my pocket and it will start up. <laughs> like That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's done it at least five or six times. Fuck, dude. Uh yeah, if I still if I had my fucking dad's car and it did that, I'd fucking cream it off a fucking cliff. I'm like, no, I'm good. It's haunted, dude. Like, no, I, uh, I love dad, but uh, I'm, I'm happy that he's I, around. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. I don't, I'm not scared of stuff like that. Like, I definitely agree that it exists. It just doesn't scare me. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I try to get on the whole supernatural thing. Like, I understand that there's like fucking there's shit that you can't explain, but just because we don't have the mental capacity to explain it, like, the world has a bunch of fucked up shit, dude. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know, well, a fellow comedian, you know, Jeff Seiner, he's big into fucking ghosts and shit like that. I'm like, I don't believe in that shit. But, you know, if, if I were to go to a, what has been deemed a haunted house and a bunch of, like, I wouldn't deny that I would, wouldn't be scared just because of the random noises and shit the old yeah. houses make and shit. But, like, there's a logical explanation for all that shit. And I just haven't been that... I think the reason why I haven't really hopped on that board is when I found out, like, um, every now and again I suffer through sleep paralysis, which is basically like you're asleep, like your body's asleep, but then you wake up. Right, but, but you your can't body's, move. yeah, right. you can't and do you anything. start seeing whatever the fuck 
you're dreaming of. And the only thing that really got to me, though, is when I first learned about that's what I was experiencing, because when I was going on some forums, there was this artist that would you know, come up with the art projects or whatever photographs of what he went through the night before. And there was a reoccurring theme um, between all of us commenting on this fucking blog. And it was a guy in a fucking top hat and a fucking cane. Completely shadow figure, but a top hat and a fucking cane. Every... I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just look at that shit, dude. Thinking about that. Like, that is the only time that I really legitimately started freaking the fuck out. Right. Like, maybe <laughs> there is something else. Because why the fuck oh. are we all commenting on the same fucking right. photo? Right. Like, why is this a common theme mm-hmm. between all of us? Dude, there's... Because you're all fucked. a bunch of fucking pussies. Well, Probably. no. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm telling you right now, bro, there, there, there's... No matter what your viewpoint is, because, and see, this is the thing that I don't... This is the thing that is confusing to me. Because, like, um, like uh, I don't know how many Christian people I know act like magic isn't a thing. The Bible itself talks about how there were sorcerers and yada, yada, yada. So obviously, obviously there's merit, there's merit to these things are possible and that these things can happen. You know what I mean? Like, because in like every, every society that we've ever come along has had some form of someone who practices magic of some sort. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even a, a Catholic, you know, a Catholic mass is nothing more than a really good magic trick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you really pay attention to what the co- the Catholic doctrine says, and that after after they do their little uh, ringing of the bells and their little chanting, that that is now the literal body of Christ. You know what I mean? Which is why they have to put it in the chalice, and they can't, or they have to put it in the tabernacle, and they can't throw it away because now that's really Jesus. That's Jesus for real now, okay? So you tell me how that wasn't a magic trick, bro. You know what I mean? And you're using you're using seances, you're using candles, you're using you know uh, sometimes they use uh, incense and stuff like that. Uh, if you've been to a Wiccan ritual ever, uh, you will see some stark similarities between a Wiccan ritual oh, yeah. and a Catholic mass. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you. Well, all religions kind of the same right. in a way. In yeah, a way, they're, all, they're related. all related. Right. They're all together. You know, and so, I to mean, I'm kind of... better I'm, than the others. I'm kind of of the opinion that nobody's really all wrong, and nobody's really all right. I'm going to go with more than likely they're all wrong. More well, than likely. But what, I'm saying, what I'm some, saying is that, like... Some dude up there is like, hey, I control your life. I, I believe more like, of the Native American, the Mayans, yeah, yeah. and where they... Well, their gods are explanations for the world around them. Sure. Like they have a lightning yeah. god. They have a rain god. They yeah. have a sun god. Sure. They're, they're trying to explain the natural phenomenon around them. Right. And I can get on board with that. Well, yeah. Because it is, with, I'm gonna say if this. you think about it, if you think about in a science perspective, where we're living right now, what we're doing, how we're living today it's fucking a miracle. Oh, God, yeah. It's one oh, God, out of a yeah. billion how did we, circumstances. How did we ever get here? 
you know what I mean? Amazing. When 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 like we didn't have a wheel at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that we have come to a point where like the information of the world is in my hand. Well, you know what I mean? Like it, that even is, us, yeah. even us being on this planet, like one in what? Right. Two billion planets yeah, we the could fact, be on. Yeah, the fact that we or like can, however many billions of planets are out there. The intricacies like, of the here human, we've like, got If you take point. the human eye alone, the like the complexities of the human eye, everything that has to be just so within your eyeball so that you can see. Like everything like for that to happen by chance. Is your bananas if you think that you're? I mean, that's just no rational, logical person See, the, could think that that is a random occurrence. That's why, like, that's why when it comes to like, oh, it was God snapped his fingers three days, blah no, blah. No, well, evolution. I don't believe in that shit. I believe in the nature aspect of religion. That's just a belief system of how you think that you know you're you're. You're perceiving the world around you, and you're trying to ex- explain what you're experiencing, and that's why all like the Native Americans, the Mayans, all these ancient like societies, I can get on board with that. Yeah, the Christian bullshit. No, sorry, right. I, I don't believe in any of that fucking I'm on miracle shit. I believe science in science aside. And yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> but the Native American shit—that was all before science. That's why they yeah. believe what they yeah. believe. Yeah, and science happened, and we realized that oh, we evolved into what we are right now. But to get back on this, on the ghost part, the only thing that I will that I will say about that is, from a scientific perspective, is that um, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Right. So. I will give a little bit to that, just saying, okay, well, what is the body's energy? Like, what right. is your life, conscience? Yeah, your what life is energy. Your, what yeah. is that? Yeah. Because when you pass, it can't be destroyed. Right. It has to go somewhere. So that is the only time that I can kind of explain yeah. that. I was like, because, I mean, we talking right fucking now, sound waves don't degrade. Right. This will this will go on forever. Right. Like there there's I read an article years and years ago about like if you're in fucking Gettysburg, you can fucking get a fine-tuned fucking mic and tune in and you can actually hear Abra- allegedly Abraham Lincoln fucking give the Gettysburg address. Cuz from that point it just circles the earth over and over and over. It doesn't degrade allegedly. I don't. That, I don't know if I believe if that. They, if they stumble upon that technology, that would be some of the most amazing. Fuck shit yeah, in the dude! World. Like, well, we already have time travel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. When we you do. when you leave, when like they launch a rocket, they move 1.5 seconds into the future with the speed they're going. Hmm. It's time well, travel. I believe that too. It's literally time travel. It is. It's real. But we, that's all we've gotten so far because they're going. They're going so fast that they break it. I don't know. They just do. Well, there's also like, um, I think the, I haven't watched it, so I'm probably speaking on my fuck. I'm definitely speaking on my ass. The movie The Martian with fucking, uh, uh Ben Affleck. No, it was, or um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. So, like, a couple days on fucking Mars, where it's like maybe a year on Earth or some shit like that. But where you're at at that particular moment, you feel nothing. But, like, when, when you talk about time travel and shit, the whole theoretical thing is when you're going through space, if you let's say you're going the speed of light, 
let's say you're going fucking whatever you go so many miles in the speed of light or whatever the amount of time that pass earth relative to what you're experiencing is years right so that's kind of a hard that's really a hard concept for me to wrap my head around is like if you're in a spaceship going the speed of fucking light while the earth is still doing its fucking thing and you're doing that you and your perspective, you're getting to this destination in a couple of days. Where on Earth, mm-hmm. time is moving a lot fucking slower, and right. it could be years. Right, a lot and faster. It, so that to me is definitely fucking time travel. Like you experience it every fucking day. You look at the fucking sky at night. You seen those fucking blinking, twinkling stars? Mm-hmm. They probably been they're dead already. They, yeah, they're they've dead been dead already. millions yeah. of years ago. Dude, I just posted that on Facebook. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. And it's, it's a, God, it's, like, when I started thinking about, like, space and fucking all that shit, like, it is the most mind-boggling fucking thing ever. And, yeah. like, I just get lost in it. Like, well, I, can, I can sit there on my driveway drinking fucking beer at night, and if I can see some fucking stars, I just fucking look at them. Right. I'm just like, dude, this is fucking crazy. The like, thing, the thing that I think is most amazing. Watch if smoke weed. I probably would have a better perspective on life. Yeah, I mean, it does <laughs> more than I do it, now. It does more than I tell you that, dude. It couldn't it, hurt. Let me it tell couldn't you. hurt. But I mean, I pay a You'd lot. You'd probably of be funnier. Guys, probably, like yeah. You know, yeah. when I was in the joint, when I was in the joint, I had a guard make fun of me one day on the rec yard because like uh the cl- the clouds were like super billowy and stuff like that and i was like oh man that's really cool look how that cloud is making a shadow on the cloud like the same cloud and like the guard looks at me is like conway do we need to ua you or what <laughs> and i was like what are you talking about i was like and he like mocks me the guard mocks me and he was like oh the cloud is making a shadow on the cloud i was like hey you know what like maybe i wouldn't be so amazed by the fucking clouds but i haven't seen a star in seven fucking years <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know when flying fucking planes like i love flying in planes when it's cloudy out yeah, just yeah. because I'm looking, I mean, it's sunny as fuck, yeah. and you're above the clouds. Yeah, like yeah. it's the most fascinating. Like, and like going over the mountains. Oh, oh dude, I remember like uh, <clears throat> when I was going to Seattle, they would, depending on the day or whatever the fuck time and what the mountain is doing, they would fly fairly close to Mount Rainier. So you can see the peak of that fucking volcano above the clouds, and you fly. Yeah. Dan- not, not you can't fly over it because that's dangerous. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. FAA would not enjoy that's, that yeah. at all. That's 130 passengers, dude. All of a sudden, the <laughs> volcano fucking erupts. Yeah, fuck that. But like, you'll be offside. But like, God, just seeing that, like, man, you, it, in that in that particular moment, you just realize how fucking small you are. Compared to yeah. everything, like how yeah. like your life, your existence is a fucking speckle yeah. in someone's fucking jizz hitting the fucking concrete, and you're just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I don't know. That shit is fucking phenomenal. But of course, since we're Americans, we have to take the amazing accomplishment of flight. And completely fucking ruin it by cramping people up in these seats that if you're <laughs> over 130 pounds, you can't fucking fit in it. You're, if you're over five foot six, your fucking knees are getting fucking strained and it's a, it ruins the experience. You like know, you, I don't, oh, I don't mind flying guys. all that. I've had good flying experiences. I, I don't, but like, fuck, they, I remember flying when I was younger 
Like maybe because I was just shorter and not as yeah, you fat. Were, yeah, you were small. But like, <laughs> I know that they added at least three new roll rows into the fucking flights these days. Oh, and that has made it extremely uncomfortable. Well, I don't have a comparison because uh, yeah. my first flight ever was last year. So <laughs> my lady's first fucking flight was in 2016 yeah. when I she <laughs> when we first started dating. She like she had a bunch of. Uh, like coupons and stuff through work that she could go to like Jamaica for all inclusive. Like yeah, you yeah. spend like 500 bucks, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, have you ever flown before? She's like, no. I was like, so your first flight, you want to fly over a body of water. That's what <laughs> you want to do. Here, I got an idea. Before we do any of that shit, why don't we just fly to Utah right. first? Yeah. Like a two and a half hour flight yeah. and call it a day. And yeah. here you've never gone to Jamaica. And we haven't gone to Jamaica yet. Damn it. I know. Fuck. Way to make it about you, I, 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 dude. I you know, I, like I said, I just started flying, and like, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I love to drive. I love to drive, but sometimes it just you know my schedule here coming up is going to get to where I have to fly. Like when I go to Nashville, I definitely got to fly because I got to go there twice. So it's like, uh, and living in New Mexico, Nashville's like I can't. I don't. I haven't Googled how far that drive is, but I'm not making it. I'd probably say know. like fourteen and a half. 15 hours? Oh, no, it's definitely more than that because I know that, like, f- to get from New Mexico to uh, Pennsylvania, uh, I was looking at uh, 26 hours, I think, of drive time. 26 hours of drive time. I know you can get from here to Colorado or Denver in 16. Yeah, sure, I could see that. Yeah. But, I mean, we're only, like, we're only. Not even well, maybe just over halfway to Nashville. You see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, but you got to go north a long ways yeah. to get here. Right. I don't know. I'd say it's probably the same distance from here to Nashville as from here to Denver. All I know is I'm flying. Plus they're paying yeah. for the. Plus they're <laughs> yeah, paying. They're paying for the flight anyway. So. <clears throat> so yeah, speaking about all this, let's use this last fucking half. Let's fucking make this shit all about you, Will. Oh jeez. Because I know <laughs> when we. When you were last on the episode, you were going down to, I believe, Texas. Yep. For that fucking, uh, what was the fucking show? It was the Dope Comedy yeah, dope Comedian comedy Competition. And you won that motherfucker. I did win Little that. Little South Dakotan motherfucker white boy. I did. And I, like, won. I won the crowd vote at every performance, which was really super important to me. Like, that meant a lot. Like, um... And I love it. You know, uh, the whole dope comedy crew down there is really cool. Yaki Domingo, I've been working with a lot down there. And there's a director down there, too, that I've been working with, Tommy G. Uh, he's uh, He actually just won an award at a festival for Best Cast. So, like, I'm super excited to get involved. And, you know, if you're a director and you're winning awards, I definitely would love to work with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Duh. See, you know? what, I, what I love about your whole experience, I know we talked about this before the episode started, is Sioux Falls comedy sucks. It sucks in the way that you have, unfortunately, individuals that see you, see your potential, and they try to bring you the fuck down. I mean... But from what I've been hearing, yeah, I know that there's also people that bring you up. Right, and fucking, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, dude, it, I got a lot every, of love for the Sioux Falls yeah. scene because they've been super... Like, a, most most of the people have been okay, super I, I encouraging will, yes, to me. Yes, I, I will agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I love the scene. Like, like the scene... I find the scene... 
to challenge me. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of good comics around here and it challenges me to push myself harder and really be funny. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that I came up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that I cut my teeth here. But at the same time, I understand that the opportunities that I'm looking for because of the type of career I want to have, like Sioux Falls isn't it for me. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go and do something. I got to make these things happen. I got to get my face in front yeah, of people. Yeah, you because can't, you can't fucking sit on your ass and hoping something's going to fucking drop in your goddamn lap. You got to right. put the fucking work in. Yeah, you got to no, have I'm the a, drive. I'm go you got to have the you. ambition. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. It's all about... If this is something that you want to fucking do, you need to fucking move. You need right. to fucking take risks. Yeah. You need to and like, what is the worst thing that would ever happen to you if you fucking go to a show and you bomb? You have that experience, right? Yeah. That is the most valuable fucking thing that you could fucking yeah. have because you learn from it, you move on from it, and you get fucking better. Well, there's no bad experiences in life, especially with the, if you're uh, pursuing a comedy career yeah, or whatever. Yeah. There's no bad experiences. They're yeah. all just experiences. They're learning experiences. Right. And that's why, like, I mean, forward. that's a huge part. That's of why I, I admire the everything. fuck out of you, dude. I admire the fuck out of you. I never did any fucking shows out of Sioux Falls. Never. Uh, I, I've been to Vegas, I've been to Salt Lake, I've been to fucking Oregon, Washington, fucking all these places. I did actively try to find a fucking venue for open mic. Schedule just didn't work out. Right. Like, I would get there too late or, you know, it wasn't on the day yeah. that I was there. You know, all this other shit. But for you to go out there and fucking drive hours and spend your own fucking cash with the whole prospect of you're probably not going to get a goddamn fucking dime. Yeah, there's a lot of times I don't make money, yeah. Yeah, you fucking go out there, you fucking get that exposure, you fucking do what you need to fucking do. Yeah. That's a that's fucking amazing. That's yeah. fucking awesome. And I mean, and and uh, you know, I have to thank like my family and stuff like that because, like, dude, they've you have to have that support, structure, right? Man. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. like without 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 that support that I've had, like, I would not be able to do what I've been doing. Period. Like, like, and so, like, I know that a hundred percent. Like, my my sister Karina and stuff like that, and uh, you know, even my mom. Like, she's well, when you get me. when you get on Comedy Central, think of remember the, the Dirty Mom Boys, right? Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> I love you guys. You know what I mean? And and yeah, Don't and worry, I mean, the, the Dirty Mom Boys will remember you by fucking flagging that last. Vi- <laughs> Commercial you made, fuck yeah. yeah, and you'll get your fuck shit yeah. shut down really quick. <laughs> get your Dude. comedy special yeah. taken away from you because you made a baby yeah, raping we'll, joke. Yeah, we'll Epstein you and fucking blackmail you so we get money right, off you. Right. right. <laughs> that's yeah, a, no. That's man. how the dirty mom boys oh. are gonna make their money via blackmail from our shitty commercials we force <laughs> the guests to do. It's great though. It's so much fun, dude. I had a blast doing that. That was so much fun. Oh man. And I mean, I I'll be honest. I feel like. Like we did it in the right way. <laughs> yeah, how diabetic just got raped and he right. was no he no, children, yeah, no were children harmed. Yeah, no children were harmed in the making of that real. <laughs> Nobody was harmed. I enjoyed. Can I feel bad for much. making that commercial? Can I just come on and say I feel bad? <laughs> Hey, don't feel bad. We're not making fun of anybody. You know, we're making fun of Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. You know, there's going to be somebody. Awareness. Bringing an awareness. Yeah, bringing an awareness to dark humor. Fucking humor. There's going to be somebody that's going to be like, you're going to go to hell for that. And I'll be like, I'm cool. be like, I'm going to go to hell for that's a lot of That's the least of, of my worries. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's you know? not sending me like, to hell. Like, that's not even in the top 20, okay? <laughs> if that's like, the one thing, then Satan has not been paying attention to the rest of my fucking life. It's time I stuck the crucifix up my ass. Uh, probably was going to 
do it. Jeez. Oh, dude, you know, I went to Metal Fest in Milwaukee in 2000, and there was this band called Filth Porn. And uh, Filth Porn had this, like, leather nun-clad person who was, like, doing the crucifix thing. And I was like, oh, my God. That girl's going to hell. Yeah. That girl's going places. I was just like, but first she's going with me. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I want to grab that number. Uh, Right. I'm going to cosby that bitch and come over. I don't know. Just my kind of irreverence. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) That was Uh, kind of the thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what she was doing. She was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was probably saying that Uh, while she was sticking the fucking Jesus crucifix in her vagina. How bloody of a crucifix! I'm losing. (laughs) You know what? When I put this (laughs) on my when I when I air this when I put this link on my Facebook page, I'm probably gonna lose a couple friends. (laughs) They they probably weren't your friends in the first place. Exactly. (laughs) Fuck them. That's that's my whole philosophy, dude. Fucking do the content you fucking want, dude. If nobody appreciates you, then fuck them, dude. It's not it's not their cup of tea. Yeah. Want to be a bunch of pansy ass motherfuckers? Then so be it. Fuck you. I don't know. Oh, you know what else I did during the COVID? I got a website now. Have you seen my website? I have not. You have to check this thing out. I have t-shirts and everything. Yeah? And they're mm-hmm. fucking, they're so funny. No, did you, do you have the same, like I know uh, Skylar posted uh, some t-shirt website that like, you make the designs, but they don't print them or charge you until somebody, right. is that what you're doing yes, too? Yes, that's exactly you what You need to send me that shit, dude. Yeah. I'm thinking, thinking that. That that's an awesome business model. Yeah, I'll hook you up. And Fuck I mean, yeah. and the thing is now now so I can get shirts. I can get shirts at my own special price. You know what I mean? And so like I can order a bulk order of a bunch of shirts and take. And this is what I want to do is I'll order some you know to take around with me. And actually, if you see me at a show, if you see me at a show and I have my t-shirts, you'll actually get it cheaper buying it for me because you don't have to pay the shipping and the handling. You know what I mean? It'll just be the flat twenty. You know, so right now my shirts and stuff are online. They're twenty bucks, but you got to pay shipping and handling. You know, but um, until I sell a few, I'm not. You know, basically, and when I sell enough that I can order some, then I'm gonna order some. You know what I mean? Um, because to me, that's the best way that I can do it and cover my own. You know, expenses. Everybody loves fucking t-shirts, dude. If it's yeah. twenty bucks, dude, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of people. Dude, and there some of them. Are, so the one we did, uh, you can go on the website. It's what w- I want to w- do, w- oh. you should do me a favor. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. You should allow me the pleasure Ooh. of drawing a caricature of you. I have doing, one. Oh, Let do me okay. do it. Go it's ahead. gonna take a while because I'm a horrible artist. <laughs> but I want to do you laying on the ground. Bleeding out under a tree next to a treasure chest. Oh, okay. You know the joke I'm referring to. Right, 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 right. I've been shot or whatever. Yes. And you need to send me like a a memorable quote from there. Probably just like the treasures by the, the, I'll probably do that quote. We buried the treasure. (laughs) I think I want to do that shirt for you. Yeah. That's no, the, I won't charge you anything I, for it. I, I just, have not I done the only thing hilarious. we tried to do. I've been shot shot glasses, um, but the guy uh, the guy we tried to get to do it, um, it wasn't going well. <laughs> he he wasn't under. <laughs> they like have like an actual bullet in the glass. Is that like, what you're talking about? Okay, like, so we told him. Okay, we told him we want. We wanted to say I've been shot, and then we said with fake bullet holes, right? And I wanted a fake bullet hole decal on the bottom. Right, 
And so I told him I wanted there to be a, a bullet hole on the bottom, and then the, I've been shot. So the first thing this guy sends us is he made a shot glass that said, I've been shot, and then it said it also said, with fake bullets. With fake bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I don't... Uh, so then so then we were like, no, like we talked to him, no. We wanted to say, I've been shot, and then we want there to be a fake bullet hole on the bottom. We want there to be a bullet hole on the bottom. So then, so <laughs> then what this guy did... So then what Marketing this guy did is he starts, he starts trying to drill holes in the bottom of these shot glasses. So, so it spills on you like you're actually right. wounded when you well, take no, a no, shot. No. like, oh, God, I didn't miss shot. No. <laughs> His idea, he was going to drill these holes and then put, like, the bullet hole decal over the hole, which I don't understand. <laughs> why, why would you do that? So he messages us. He's like, it's not going to work. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I've already gone through. 22 shot glasses <laughs> I'm like fucking how and then he said well I'm drilling the hole in the bottom and I was just like we're not dealing with this guy anymore No, this like, is the wrong we are moving on to someone else you should like, uh I know they have, I've seen them plenty on websites, but they actually have like an actual fucking full metal jacket round. Yeah. Penetrating oh, a shot glass or nice. a fucking beer glass. Nice. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe look at some of those websites, see if they do custom etching or whatever the fuck, because yeah. that would be legit. Sure, yeah. But then have like you caricature and cowboy outfit, like <laughs> yeah. fucking etched, like fucking bleeding out underneath a tree. Yeah, no, I, and we definitely. That would be sick as fuck, dude. Uh, we, have, we haven't done any slow death shirts we done i think we got like five or six you need to do that 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 i i don't care how many fucking times i hear you doing that joke i laugh my ass off thanks, every fucking time thanks. i appreciate that dude man. that i know skyler said it I, I know zach and i all of us on the on this podcast have talked about you and that joke and saying <laughs> we all said the same thing fuck why the fuck Fuck! Did I not think of that shit? Right. Yeah, I know Swan. Like, Swan dude. has really been like he. <laughs> he has told me a number of times how He's like, jealous Fuck he you, is. you son of a bitch! Yeah. That was mine. Yeah, You're mine, mine. Yeah. I fucking and it's so awesome. I really love it, and I think you know Zach. Zach helped me uh, in the developing stages of it because um, he really got me to where I moaned a lot more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, 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 that, you bring that sexual thing to it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's definitely one it's of my theatrical. favorite bits. And See, I that, get requests for it all the time. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That, you're, that's going to be your fucking Ron White's fucking engine joke. That's right. that's what your joke is going to be. Yeah. That's what that's going to be. I Man, that, thank you, man. That, no, that's dude, the really fucking... That's the thing that I see that I've been actually trying to work on. Um, a lot of my jokes, I don't have the segue into more of the theatrics. Right. I've been trying because that's going to sell your brand more than fucking. You're, you're not going to yeah. do that monotone. Uh, dude. Right. Like if that's your brand, great. Keep on running with it. It works for some people. It really does if you do it well. But I. I like the more theatrical shit. I want to do like the fucking, um, uh, what's his fucking face? He was in fucking employee of the month. He fucking Ryan Reynolds. No, he fucking, no, the other guy, uh, not Ryan Reynolds. He was a big comedian that he kind of went off the wayside. He was in Norm like, McDonald. No, no, newer than Fuck. that. 
blonde dude fucking did the alien joke like fucking uh, he was in more than employee of the month he was employee in, of the month he was fucking in are you uh, talking about dan cook dan yes, cook thank you yes. thank you Thank Dude. you. Hey. He was more like the theatrical. Look at the me! Top, look at me! Yeah, yeah, top, yeah. That, like, like that's the kind of shit that I fucking like. No, I Dude, dig. Yeah. Hey, I dig Dane Cook a lot, and, and you know what? Like, I don't. Dude, when he was original, he was like when he first started out, he was hilarious. I yeah. laughed at him. If you were a college kid, you knew who he was. Right. Well, and I mean, he would, dude. He revolutionized how comedians marketed themselves. He really did. Like, like I would say that no one is more responsible for how comedians market themselves today than Dane Cook. Like, like I really believe that. Like, like he was on the what was that Comedy Central special? It was like where they had a bunch of comedians up. They they only did like fifteen minute sets. Oh, premium blend. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, that's where I, I I think that's where I first saw him. Yeah, on there, and he did that alien shit where he fucking dumped the water over him. He's like the queen alien. Yeah. <laughs> like that was fucking hilarious, dude. dude. I'm 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 most underrated, you. most underrated fucking comic, and he gets a lot of fucking hate. Well, he okay, does, but, but he like, gets he gets hate. The reason he gets hate is because he flipped the norm. Okay, and 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 I know that that's why that's why I get hate. I get hate flipped at me because the the strategy that I use for success is not the normal like like, you know, scratch and claw your way for five or six years in one scene and hope that somebody notices me like I'm not going to do that, bro. I'm going to go as many places as I can and get my face out there to as many different people as I can, because I know that eventually because for me all it takes is the right person seeing me at the right time see a lot of people like fuck i i probably have the same mentality as well it's like one of those people that want to do a thing same shit and hopefully something drops in their fucking lap yeah that's crazy that's the today's world that doesn't work anymore well you need to put yourself out there you need to put the investment the time investment the money investment travel dude like man there's so many times that i I would love to take my fucking jokes my dark ass fucking humor and go to venues that or fucking communities that i don't think would maybe appreciate it but just to fucking try it. When I go on vacation to fucking the West Coast, fucking in Utah, a bunch of fucking Mormons and shit like that, I <laughs> want to do my <laughs> jokes there because I believe that there's an audience for right. that there. Well, and there's a lot be, of Mormons in be, New Mexico, too. It would be very interesting to see the reactions of these guys out of state right like i have the same you go anywhere in sioux falls or anywhere in south dakota you have the same fucking crowd um pretty much i mean for the most part for the most part if you go to uh west river though like i have an opportunity uh crow peak brewery that i haven't hit on yet uh just because of covid and all this other bullshit fucking blah 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 but just me talking with one of the fucking owners at crow peak like I feel like my type of comedy will work a lot better West River than East River. I no, I agree. They're, that. they're a lot more break out West. River. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, they're yeah. more they're more laid back. They're more just because I think I think it's all about your um, the area that you're living in. Like here in Sioux Falls area, it's flat, boring. Like you're just like uh, you just go through the motions. 
Whereas out there, you have mountains. You can fucking go hiking. You can go fucking four wheeling. You're like right. you're a little bit more adventurous. Yeah, and you're <laughs> a little bit more open to a bunch of other shit. Like right. you're not enclosed in this community for so long, being berated constantly. Like you just don't have that over the river. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so I, oh man, I that's. If I were to be able to do the Crow Peak venue, that would be fucking awesome. Because I've never done anything out of town. I never have. I've been wanting to go to Sioux City because um, when Zach and Skyler used to go to, uh, what's that fucking place? Um, downtown well, Sioux City. Well, uh, we j- I just did Marty's Tavern this last week. I don't know if there's a different place. That's where I went on Thursday was Marty's Tavern. See, I need, I need to start doing that. And like, dude, I really want to. I, like, I don't want to get out of Sioux Falls because like, I have the same fucking solid time down there, too. I mean, I'll bet you, dude, if you go down there this week, like this Thursday, I bet you you get 10 minutes easy. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty um, fun. And I mean, in markets that you haven't been exposed to, that's great. That's why I wanted to do that. That's why I asked if anybody wanted to do that Chicago run. Chicago is definitely one of the top three comedy spots oh, yeah. in the Hands nation. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you don't want to get exposure in the Chicago scene, I don't know what you're fucking, doing in it, the business. You're wasting your fucking time. You know time. what if, I mean? Like unless you unless it's a unless it's a hobby, especially when or it's whatever, not that far away. You know, it's not I mean, that far if you're away. cool, but like I'm in this. You know, I want to be a star, bro. Like, like I want to be in movies. I want to be on TV. I want the whole nine, yo. And so, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my face out there as much as I can. You know what I mean? There's no two ways about it. Like, like, uh, and I think anything else for me is a mistake. You know what I mean? And I'm not, and I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna slow down for nobody, especially now. Like, you know, some of the things in my personal life are starting to clear up a little bit. And I tell you what, you give me some focus with the traction I already got, and uh, 2020 can still be my year. Well, here's the thing about your experience and everything. How long have you been doing comedy? Has it only been like two years, three okay. years, maybe? Well, okay. Like, so, I mean, like you actually going up on like actively, yeah, like, yeah. So doing oh, shit. okay, so it's, it hasn't been that fucking long. So but you, so I had a lot. I had experience prior. So I did shows off and on, like like I did shows solid. For three years, like I, I, like I did comedy, but still, multiple that's times like, a week. That's for, like no time at all, right? No, not really. And then there was a, and then there was a couple years where I did it periodically. So I had about five years of overall experience prior to going to prison. And then I went to prison, and I was out the game for like a decade. And then I came back, and like I did the first open mic I did was at that that bookstore. Uh, um, Books book and co-op? No, the book no. co-op. The one that was on right next to where they throw the axes or whatever. Um, oh, shit. So this was after fucking Hydra Beer Hall closed down then. Well, I did one show with you at Hydra. I did the first responders show. Is yeah. It, and I think that was probably the last show you guys did. Yeah. Or close to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like I got, but I, I didn't get involved with you right away because when I first started, I was still uh, involved on Wednesday nights with something else. So I couldn't do bosses. And that one was only once a month. So I did two of those and then I was able to go to bosses. And I think the first time I went to bosses was in January of 2018. Was it 2018? It had to be. Yeah, it had to be 2018. Uh yeah, because I just didn't know. I had to, no, it was 2019. January 2019, I went there. And um, 
dude, right away, like Nate was cool and wanted uh, wanted me to host shows and stuff like that, and uh, and I was all about it. And I started doing regional stuff right away. Some of the other guys uh, got me on it, like T and Yankton and stuff like that. And like, dude, I was I was back in comedy probably less than a year when I produced my first show. You know what I mean? And I think I produced three shows now. And I'm and I'm definitely uh, preparing to approach venues to start producing more shows uh, because you know it's like we say uh, creating the opportunity you know what I mean uh, that that's huge you know um, and so uh, I think that there's there's nothing there's not a bigger favor that I could do for myself than to create stage time you know what I mean yeah like like as a performer that that should be my number one priority you know, and and I will say that since I've come back, like I used to write a lot more, but I don't write bits the way that I used to. Now I come up with ideas and I work everything from stage. Like and and I like I'll get to where my joke is my joke and this is how I tell it a hundred percent pretty much every time, whatever. But my process to get there happens on the stage over the course of time. And that's why I record everything that I do so that I can analyze it. It, cut this, add that. You know, the crowd re- reacts to this. They don't react to that. Like, dude, it's everything. You know, and um, like I, I, to me, there's just I can't do it another way. You know what I mean? Because I am chasing after this with everything that I got because it is everything to me. You know what I mean? And that's just. Um, and not everybody agrees with that. And that's okay. You know what I mean? But this is definitely my path, and I'm going to stay on it. You know what I mean? Because I know... Yeah, dude. Like, I admire the fuck out of you. You have no fucking idea. Like, you know, I, I, I did my first uh, stand-up set probably just like everybody else in Sioux Falls at Bosses in 2016. Did my first set, and it was uh, it was just going to be a one-time thing. Like, I was doing fucked-up YouTube videos with Diabetic and our <laughs> good friend... Well, not so much anymore, but Dirty Rob. And we we're having a blast making YouTube videos. Then he wanted to do stand-up, so we're like, fuck. And he went up this, I think the second time I went up, I think Diabetic fucking went up too. And it was one of those things where it was a one-time thing, just say that we did it, essentially. Yeah. And then after the fucking show, like I was walking off stage, uh, Thomas Paul was hosting that night. And I was walking on stage, she's like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like, He's oh, another one. I love, I love his funny. comedy. And, you know, everybody will know this. The first time you ever do stand-up is your adrenaline is fucking going to fucking, oh, man, your body is fucking <laughs> going crazy. And I remember walking, because I was damn near the last comedian of the night. Did a solid five minutes. And then I walk out, and then Nate Holtz was out there. He's like, dude, that was fucking amazing. You need to do this again and all the thing i said was oh thanks man i appreciate it yeah probably will and i walked away i didn't sit there and talk because i was just like i need to get in my fucking car i need to go home i yeah. need to calm the fuck down so just kind of the same thing like seeing what you're fucking doing is fucking amazing because you are you have this fucking passion that i wish that i had where you take these fucking risks, you go to these fucking places, and like the your mentality, probably from what I can gather, is you know if I fucking fail, great, it's a fucking experience. Right. I've done this. I put myself out there. Most people don't do that shit. Right. They sit there and they 
do the same routine over and over again, hoping that somebody would drop by. Right. You don't do that. No. You understand the concept of putting yourself out there and possibly with the thought of absolute fucking failure. Right. But you don't give a fuck. Right. Because, you know, through your fucking failures and everything else like that, it's a it, learning experience. Yeah, it's all going to You teach learn yourself. from there. You teach, yeah, you teach yourself. You fucking move forward and you fucking do it. Yeah. I can that, tell you what changed. I'm out of the fuck out of you, dude. I, you, you have no fucking idea. I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. Like, after the whole Texas thing, like that. Right. Just having another person from fucking Midwest. Right. Just fucking going to a major fucking well, place and winning something like that. Yeah, dude. It, it meant the Like, you have no more. idea. Like, I'm just like, fuck, Will, dude. I'm so glad I know this motherfucker. Yeah, you have it, no idea. Like, like, oh man, that was it's fucking amazing. It's been surreal. It's been it's been crazy because like like I'm literally you know because I've dreamed about this uh, like like when I you know when I was getting abused and messed up when I was a kid like you know how I like soothed myself or what I did to get away like I used to walk the driveway because we had this big teardrop driveway and I used to walk the driveway interviewing myself on late night shows talking about the movie that I just did or the album I just did you know and to like be in a position where where some of those things are starting to come true you know what I mean and it's just amazing but I, I want to point out I want to highlight what is different Okay, um, because there is definitely something that happened to me that made me like hardcore go on this path, and um, and and I'll uh, you know who Kellen Marson is, uh, he uh, used to run Wackos. I yeah, I always wanted to go to that venue just because I know they recorded and they gave you the DVD after your set, but unfortunately, right. I never made yeah, it. Yeah, so you know they've been closed for years or whatever, and I never knew him because like like you know that that whole era happened while I was locked up. You know what I mean? So I never knew anything about him or that or whatever. But I happened to meet him one day. Um, I went to a. Uh, a friend of mine had a work party, and uh, they had a hypnotist, and Kellen was the hypnotist. And, uh, and he did a really great job, and I went up to say something after the show about being impressed by you know, the level of entertainment that he provided. And he recognized me. He knew, what, he knew who I was, which was you know, uh, shocking to me. I was like, all right, whatever. But, but there was something about it, because um, there, there was actually a rift going on. And, and so, like, dude, you want to talk about the stars aligning and things happen. Dude, I'm going to tell you something, dude. Everything happens happens for a reason, bro. Everything. Okay? Because that weekend, that weekend, Alan, and, and I'm going to tell this story because the truth is the truth. All right? Uh, that weekend... Uh, Alan Richardson was in town, and I love Alan Richardson. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's from the Boston area. I think the guy is a genius. And uh, I would have been at Boss's every every minute that weekend to see that dude. Um, but um, because because of some BS that I had pulled, uh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't really welcome at the time, you know. Um, and it was and that was and that was me. Like I did that, you know what I mean. So like I'm not gonna uh, make it make it out to what it wasn't. But for some reason, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I wasn't. Um, so I wasn't able to go to bosses and spend time with Alan, which is why I went to that show, which is why I met Kellen. Right. And so when I met Kellen, you know, I understood that like, okay, so this is somebody who is who has had some 
success in the comedy scene here in Sioux Falls and some failure, it would be good to pick his brain and get to know, you know, more about, you know, comedy in this industry. And so um, at the time, um, my dad was in the hospital. He was in the ICU. And so I wasn't really leaving the hospital very much. So I invited Kellen to come and meet with me at the cafeteria. And and he did that. And we probably sat and talked there for uh an hour and a half, two hours. And the thing that I took away from it more than anything else is uh, he was very kind to me. He spoke a lot of kind words to me and uh, really encouraged me. He said, but in the end, he said, there's only one thing standing in your way. And I said, what's that? He said, fear. He said, the only thing standing between you and everything that you dream about is fear. You let go of that fear and anything can happen. And I really absorbed what he said to me. And I'm just not like there's I'm not afraid to hear no. I'm not afraid of the crowd not laughing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to be fearless and I'm going to make it. You know what I mean? And, and I'm going to do this thing, you know? You know, I want to say one thing, though. It's like, yeah, you can believe in everything happens for a reason or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you also need to take some responsibility because you fucking had this fucking dream. You wanted to do this shit, and you fucking pursued it. Right. You put it in the effort. You took the time, and you made it fucking happen. Yeah. That's why I want you to fucking realize right now. It's like, yeah, everything happens for a reason, but you had the ambition and the drive to make it happen. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people fail to fucking understand. They just believe, oh, fate's fate. No, you need to fucking take the risk. You need to have the failures. And you need to overcome the fucking fear. You need to do this. You need to do... If you want something, you need to fucking put the goddamn work in. It's yeah. not going to fucking drop in your goddamn lap. You're not Donald Trump where your dad dies and yeah. you get a million fucking dollars. No, it's nobody... Not The average person doesn't have that opportunity. Right. right. So... I, what I'm saying is I want you to understand that the success that you're seeing right now is because of you. It's not outside sources because right. if your awesome mentality, your fucking drive, you made this for yourself. You wanted it and you're fucking killing it. Right. Thanks, man. And that's what I want to say right now. This is the most sincere <laughs> shit you're ever going to hear from fucking Blackbeard right yeah, fucking what now. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I know. Right. Sorry, I've been right. sitting here for like five minutes just like wondering where the fuck we're going. <laughs> Aaron, tell him Blackbeard. over there. Lick tell his chest, dude. Tell him that you love him and lick his fucking butthole, dude. Uh, I know, oh dude. I'm about God. to. I'm about to. Oh, I would say it's probably the 40s, but you're not drinking. Right. I love you too, man. I really do. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, I I believe in, you know, I, I, I believe in some fucking shit, blah, blah, but just outsider looking at what you have accomplished, you you made that happen. There's right. There's, you decided that, hey, I want to fucking do this. I want to fucking do it. He doesn't yeah. care about outside sources telling you all oh, you're, you're fucking piece of shit. You can't oh, fucking yeah. do it. Like, and you're just like, yeah, that's cool, dude. Fuck off. Yeah, there, like, there was definitely naysayers, and there still are. But, but you, know, you gotta whatever. say fuck them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do you, man. Yeah, you gotta do fucking you, and that's what that's. 
Because just, the beautiful thing is, is I've come to a point in my life where I understand that people don't have to agree with me. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? I know that I miss 100% of the shots I don't take. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, And, you know. I think Wayne Gretzky said that. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But he was also starting coke and fucking wanting and fucking pound pussy, so that's probably where that quote came from. Right. Like, oh, you also dude. make 100% of the shots you don't take, too. No, you no, you don't. You, I think you. I think you said that. Okay. Fucked up. They well, they don't you, count you against miss, you. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I think that's what you were trying no, to say. No, that's to what say. I said. Because you said you you make one hundred percent of the shots that you. He's saying that you make them and miss them. Let me Di- say again. Diabetic has low blood sugar. One hundred percent of the shots you don't take don't count towards your average. Right. Yeah, let, me, I, let me put that <laughs> in there. Let me put that in there. No. Well, let me tell you, I'm better than average. <laughs> I remember seeing you the first time at fucking bosses and like just knowing about your progression and everything. Outside of looking at it, it's fucking awesome. Thanks. Dude, I'm like the one think, thing that I'm glad that I can say is like I knew this motherfucker before he becomes fucking rich and famous. Right. I think I saw you. Like, one just of the don't fucking forget me, motherfucker. Yeah, that I promoted your ass. Jeff told and me I supported your ass him, before yeah. you became fucking rich and yeah. famous. I want to hey, know. Yeah. I'm one of those not fake sons of bitches. I want. I knew. I saw your fucking talent. That's why I wanted you on my fucking shows. I wanted you on my fucking podcast. I love right. fucking talking. And to remember, you, we'll, re- we'll and release remember these that commercials. It, yeah, yeah. If you ever get famous, <laughs> no, and hey, us any money. I'm excited. We'll release Let's, these goddamn yeah. commercials. We'll fucking blackmail the shit out of you, so I get paid, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I know. feel like I was part of this <laughs> progression for you. And you, you are. You shit. are. You know what? And <laughs> let me tell you something. Like, uh, I think one of the things that is most important to me and and something that I continue to try and do or whatever is like I continue to try and involve the people that have helped me over the time you know even if I mean? they are minimalistic pieces of shit like us Dude, like, <laughs> I, you know like I never I don't see people like that bro you know what I mean like you you guys are all like like we're all the same you know we, what I mean? we honestly the dirty mom boys we try to be fucking real as fuck Right, like we we say things how we fucking see them. We fucking express right. ourselves the like no filter. We, we're just like if we see some bullshit, we're gonna fucking call you out. But you know if if Blackbeard needs to become serious one of these fucking times, dude, I'm gonna be fucking serious, dude. If I feel like somebody's fucking living the fucking dream, I'm gonna fucking commend him for it, man. Yeah. Like it, you know, I can be compassionate. <laughs> it's very rarely, and sometimes you gotta pay for that type of fucking. <laughs> type of shit, dude. I know my wife wants. She pays me twenty bucks a fucking month to fucking feel that type of compassion from me. But like, uh, <laughs> you know, she gets about fifty cents worth of her investment back. Oh but that's about God. it. But oh, you no, know, dude. Like, no, it's been uh, it's been uh, definitely a good experience, even on my end. Just seeing, yeah, because uh, I like I said, I've seen you from bosses, seen you at my shows. And then just fucking exploding from there. It's fucking awesome. Well, and I know, I know more than anything. The 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 higher I go, the the higher 
other people are going to go. Because one thing I know is that uh, I was raised to not forget where I came from. So, like, like any success that I have, I'm going to do my best to spread that to other people, to other comics, to, you know, like, you know, I talk about, you know, the, the method of my success being creating opportunities. Then, like, you better believe I want to I help create those opportunities for others. You know what I mean? Because um, there's a lot of talented people out there that could use a light shining on them. You know, and uh, I'm going to do that as much as I can, which is why I want to get more into producing these shows. Like, I'm going to start doing more uh, work with regional venues and stuff like that. And uh, I'm going to do these little pop up shows, little one and done little things all over. And uh, I'm going to need comics. And uh, best believe I'll be calling. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll ruin your shows for you. I'll, That'll be I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll put a couple of black marks on your fucking name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no big deal, dude. No, like, okay. hey, if I, if I, like, there's going to be some biker redneck bar that that I book a show at, and I'll be like, I know exactly who the fuck is. Coming up with my fucking tribe, have all these Harley guys, like, oh, that British right. motherfucker. <laughs> probably fight me after this show. That British motherfucker, right, dude. Right. We won in the war, dude. And, like, uh, you know, like Skyler and Zach and Nate and stuff like I would any of those guys I would give any you know yeah, and Jamie are, Jamie Thorny oh my god she's hilarious she's so funny yeah I have a couple I have a couple of comics that like Zach Dresch being yeah I I think everybody and Sarah King is actually coming a long way she's yeah, really developing like, good yeah she uh during the whole COVID shit she actually messaged me because she knew how I thought this whole thing was bullshit and she wanted to do a fucking venue over I think it was Sotoma wherever that stage is uh-huh. whatever like I guess you have to get a permit if you want yeah, a PA good luck fucking going out there but it was just more just hey speak louder yeah you know and she was all for it. I was like, oh, she she messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, you know, just her conversations that we had, fucking, would you be willing to do this? I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. The only well, reason she, do she asked you is because she knew she didn't need a PA with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty fucking loud and obnoxious. But then yeah. she she was like, well, it's going to be on a Thursday. I'm like, ah. Tea night. Tea night. I'm sorry. It's it's that military thing, dude. I have this set schedule. And Nobody cares again. if you come. I fucking know. But uh, that's been the yeah. story of most of my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I Zach Zach Dresch, dude, like that guy. Fuck, I I've I've had you want to talk about ambition? If, yeah, I yeah. have. But I also feel sorry for the dude, like. I, I've talked to him multiple times when I have some good fucking ideas or I have some things that some shows that I want to do and you know whether it's like a doing like a, a mystery science theater 3000 type shit or all this crap he's so fucking enthusiastic about everything that I come up with that I actually had to sit him down one time because I couldn't fucking wrap my head around why is this guy so fucking enthusiastic and positive like I'm like, Zach, I know I come up with a lot of ideas, and I know you do this shit all the fucking time. Dude, if I come up to you, and you really don't want to do it, or you don't have the time to do it, you can tell me to fuck off. <laughs> I will be perfectly fine with you telling me to right. go fuck myself. Right. I see what but you're he's, saying. He's, I was he's, wondering where you were going with this. But, but yeah, he's he, the guy that's like, oh, dude, I'm yeah. like, dude. I don't want to burn you out, man. Yeah. I don't want to burn you out. Like, but he has always been my go-to guy because, like, you know, the whole fucking 
me starting my own speakeasy down in our yeah. basement here in the podcast room. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, Zach, dude, you need to, like, right. just tell me how it is. Like, I, I, I know you're busy, but, like, God damn it. Like, I, I, I have never... I, I never had a person that that enthusiastic about anything right. before. That's why I'm just like, dude, I, don't, I, don't, I want to burn this motherfucker out. <laughs> like, I, I love what he does. Like, everybody in a local comedy scene loves Zach mm-hmm. because of that enthusiasm. He's oh, just yeah. like, fucking, let's do it. His happiness is infectious. But I worry about him. Right. Though, but I don't want him to feel obligated to do right. things. I right. want him to be able to say no, and that's why. Because he's done every single one of my shows. Right. He's always he. I don't think he missed one of my shows. He's, he's never, told he, me no before. Really? <laughs> yeah, but only because he had a, a conflict. Already. Yeah, uh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That that that's a whole different fucking thing. But like yeah, every time he's I, like, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't know. He's probably in like three different bands. He does an improv. Yeah, like he fifteen does different bands, dude. Yeah. He's, he's, and he has, and he has a regular job, br- yeah. you know. Fuck, dude. And he's, dude. I, I tell you what, Zach Dress is one of the nicest people I've ever. Yeah, met he's the life. hardest working motherfucker yeah. in local entertainment. Yeah, he's hands awesome. down. Like, yeah. dude, what in the fuck? Yeah. But every time, like, I always text him up, like, hey, is this a good idea? Oh, let's do it, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. can you please just tell me how you really feel? No, I think it's a good idea. I'm like, <laughs> Zach, if you don't want to do it, I want to do it. I'm like, Zach, I don't want you to resent me. Ah, oh, fucking do it. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going <laughs> to resent He's going to fucking kill me one of these days, dude. Oh, man. I come up with all these fucking ideas, whether they fucking come to fruition or not. Like, he's just... Boom! Every yeah. fucking time, dude. That, so, that's one of the like Skyler. Like, I like that guy because like he's one of the few people that actually come up and talk to me and like at a fucking venue. Mm-hmm. Zach, obviously, fucking a couple of other people, but like Skyler, I like him. He's so laid back. Uh, he's yeah, yeah, he's super chill. But Zach, dude, he's a whole other fucking. He's on a whole other <coughs> fucking spectrum, and. Fucking love that guy, dude. Yeah. Fuck. But I feel like he needs to start taking some time for him fucking self. Oh. You know, I and haven't... he needs to stop pleasing everybody and just being able to tell people, fuck you. Well, he's got a girlfriend now, so good He does yes. have a girlfriend. Yeah. Good so, for him. Hey, way to go, I, Zach. I got her around right. yeah, you, Congratulations, Zach. Yeah. Congratulations. Please that card. Oh, yeah, fuck was, yeah, dude. Uh, I met her last night. She was a lovely woman. It was nice to meet her. Oh. Yep. Um, uh, have you ever had Rob Lethko on the show? Yep. Because he, dude, I tell you what. We Rob, don't see eye to eye on a lot of shit, but like, yeah. you know, when he was on the fucking show, we had dude, a he, conversation. It was a, he like, fuck, got, it was a five or six, no, it was like eight episodes ago. Yeah, his Last creativity, two years ago. his level of creativity, I'm, I'm jealous of his level of creativity. Like, I wish that I would, because, uh, it's just, you know, what he does and, you know, because I do the storytelling thing or whatever, like, dude, he comes up with outlandish stuff, you know? Yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking the the new comics that are popping yeah. up around town. And, uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Coimer, is that, is that how you say it? Coimer? I, I'm not exactly sure how to dude, say his know. name and, uh, forgive me, but I, I think everybody knows kind of who I'm talking about, but he is really, really funny. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of comics doing like the, 
the more brutal, darker shit. But then I also see him morph into the regular old shit mm-hmm. eventually. I'm like, no, dude, you gotta, if that's who you're, well, I think I, I, I get that. I get if that's you, if you're feeling, you're trying to feel right. like your shit, I get it. If that's a normal evolution of you, but I don't want outside sources telling you, no, you need to do this to right. be successful. Like, right. I, that's why I kind of seen, like I've seen a bunch of new comics that have done one set and that's it. Man. And they were funny as fuck. Right. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get dude, my dude Mayo like, to come back out. Mayo Hodges came out for an open mic shortly before I left town, and uh, and I haven't uh, I haven't heard of him doing another show yet. But he's a super funny young kid. He's only like eighteen and nineteen. I want I want what I tried to do, and I don't know if I did it the way that I imagined it. But at my shows, I don't like the timers. At all, because you don't let jokes breathe. Like, at right. an open mic, I get it. You need to go through. But, like, I I never liked the concept of five minutes. If you're in the middle of a joke, you're done. Right. You get the mic stolen. Like, well, if, if the crowd... I, I get it, because it... It does help you in a certain way to work on your timing and work on your right. Body. Exactly. I, yeah, I, it's, I not, it. it's not. It's not just know, for that. Yeah. yeah it I, teaches I understand, you things yeah. too. Yeah. I understand that part. But whenever I did fucking shows, like I was like, hey, yeah, fifteen minutes. If the crowd is enjoying it, yeah, keep on going, man. It should be. Now, I agree. But, it should be more of that. There should be more of that within respect to the other comedians. Right. Yeah. And our time. Exactly. And like, dude, if, if I'm the last on a show. Like, I'm probably gonna like. I'll probably, I'll probably let you know if I'm if I'm the last one up. I'm gonna go to the crowd is telling me, you know what I mean? Because like when I feel the crowd itching to want to leave, I'll cut. I'll cut loose. You know what I mean? Because as an entertainer, I I should be able to feel that. You know what I mean? And know that my crowd is getting restless and they're ready to go. And so you you know you wrap it up. Even the short time diabetic is on stand up, he can he can understand like you know when a crowd is fucking feeling it and you yeah. get pumped, you're like fuck, let's keep this train yeah. going, that's dude. All I've well, had. that's dude, that's and, what happened. You know, to me. Thing I diabetic is a fucking rare experience, that, dude, because <laughs> like he has killed it every fucking time that motherfucker went on stage. He fucking and he quit. You motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got forced out. I mean, I'll be be honest with you. I don't like. I don't have a lot of bad shows. Very rarely do I have a a bad show where the crowd is unresponsive. With with my taste, well, my certain style, I do have bad shows. But like, it makes me feel good for having bad shows, just because like you know, I I know that when they go home, if they remember my jokes, they're like, you've made an impact. I either way, yeah, good or bad, I don't fucking care. Right, they're gonna remember you. Yeah, good yeah. or bad, any publicity is fine with. Like me. I've had people walk up to me in the store and say, "Hey, aren't you the one nut comedy guy?" Yes, I am. <laughs> like, God, I forgot you were a Tom Green fucking follower, dude. Right, yeah, right. God damn, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, see, and see, dude, that's that's awesome. Like, and that's some uh, of my, that's some of my most solid material. And the fact that some of my most solid material. Is in the background of your mind is great. You know what I mean, like, um, but dude, I I I just think that. <coughs> excuse me. Um, anytime, anytime that I can uh, just have an opportunity to 
to get not just myself out there, but other people out there. Like, like okay, it, it's the concept of when 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 we all do better, I'm gonna do better. You know what I mean? If I do something to raise the level of the scene, then that's better for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I'm, I'm telling you what, dude, I'm definitely going to be producing some shows. I'm definitely going to be getting a hold of comics. And we're going to make some money. You know what I mean? Uh, because this COVID stuff, man, it hel- it hit a lot of us really, really hard uh, in the entertainment business. Um, but it hit, it hit these venues hard, too. You know what I mean? And so I think I think right now the best thing that I can do is that I'm going to approach venues about doing shows and and with without even possibly charging them to do the show. We might we might put on the show and then just do donations. Because you know, one thing I love about this country and especially this part of the country is that when we're in times like this, there are people... Especially the Midwest. Right. Yeah, yeah, this part of the country, I love it. Yeah, yeah. There are people that still are okay right now. And those people that are okay, you know, if they see it, you know... They're, you know, they're going to go and support the local business. You know what I mean? And if I have done my proper job at entertaining them, then they're going to kick me some too. You know what I mean? And, and uh, like, I know in Grants, New Mexico, where I'm living now, um, we're talking about doing some fundraiser shows that also, like, you know, that I don't charge for, that we're not going to charge for, there's not going to be a ticket for, everything's going to be donation. The other, the other thing we're doing that we're calling it better together and these these fundraiser shows are all about like uh we want to have tables set up to where like community outreach programs that are looking for volunteers that need help you can sign up to do those things at these events and i'm gonna have we're gonna have music at these events we're gonna have comedy at these events you know what i mean yeah like uh because right now that's what we need you know everybody needs to heal you know what I mean? Everybody needs some help right now because this thing has across the board affected everyone, you know? And that's why, like, you know, we'll do better together. Exactly. So I'm doing these better together shows, and it's it's going to be a good time. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, yeah, I get that 100%. What the fuck you want me to talk about? I'm sorry, dude, I really need to piss. Is, I, I've been sitting how, here for, like, a what half are hour. We, is there an end game going on? No. Alright, so uh, Will, what do you got going on in the future? Any shows that you're gonna go to that you know of uh, right yes. now? I have. Let's I get have, some dates and some places. Okay, let me pull my calendar up here. I do have dates. This is okay. So I am going to be uh, this Thursday, uh, which is the 16th, which is two days from t- the day it gets released. Okay, because we release on Tuesday. Okay, so July 16th, Thursday, July 16th, I'm going to be at Marty's Tavern in Sioux City, Iowa. Then July 25th and 26th, I will be at the Bonus Round Bar on Cliff Avenue here in Sioux Falls. And then um, August 29th, I have a show in Nashville. August 29th in Nashville. So you're... Bouncing around from Sioux City to here in Sioux Falls and then down to Nashville. Yeah, and Missouri. I have St. Peter's, Missouri on 
Hell yeah, it's, it's always good to hear that you're out doing shows. I'm glad shows are getting going again. Yeah, are they going to be like here. outside or are they going to be inside or what do you got going on, you know? Uh, so these bonus round shows, those will be outdoors. Uh, the show that I have in Sioux City on the 16th is inside. And the show that I have the 22nd in St. Peter's is inside. Hell yes. Um, so the Better Together stuff that we're going to be doing, the Better Together events that we're planning for Grants New Mexico will be an outdoor event. And like I said, it will have music and comedy. And it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. All right. So if you're in Sioux Falls or Sioux City, make sure you go check them out. William Conway. Oh, can I plug my website, please? Yes, you can. Plug in whatever the fuck yeah, you want. Get your, com- get your let, t-shirt yeah. website in there, too. Yeah. I heard you're trying to yeah. get that but one earlier. You can get there yeah, from no, my website. Okay. Links. <laughs> so, www.conwaycomedy.rocks. It's a dot .rocks, not a dot .com. www.conwaycomedy.rocks. Well, because Conway Comedy rocks, motherfucker. That's why yeah. I put it like that. <laughs> Goddamn better believe it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can get all my, uh, there's clips on there. Uh, you can get to my YouTube from there. You can get to my Instagram from there. You can get to, uh, and buy a fucking shirt. There's a whole bunch of T-shirts. And I'll tell you what, man, dude, I have a swimsuit. There's a swimsuit. <laughs> there's oh, a banana, swimsuit. Yeah. Is it a banana hammock? There, no, it oh, is for dude, women. No, no, it, 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 is it like your face on a swimsuit? <laughs> dude, it totally is. That's it awesome. totally is. <laughs> I will oh, show it to fuck. you. But go there. It's called the Conway Kiss. And, yeah. um, Ladies, I, I be, that better be the new summer outfit. Hey, you know what? You know what? I, I tell you what. I'm, I'm going to make this. I've not, I've not even thought about this until right now, but I'm going to make this announcement right now. If you're a woman or a guy, I guess. I guess if a guy <laughs> wants to buy it too, they can. So if you buy the Conway Kiss, I will do a 30-minute private show <laughs> for you in in your backyard or wherever you want to do it. It doesn't matter where con- you live. Doesn't yeah. matter where you live. Just so like, you know, we got the Russian first, listeners. Only only the first per the first person <laughs> the first person that buys the Conway kiss, I will do a free 30-minute show in your backyard. You heard it, Russians. You better fucking order one of those. All right. You should have a fucking bikini where your face is right in the fucking, like, lower half of the bikini. And then your you eyes are the nipples. Dude, <laughs> dude, hang on. I will show you exactly. This uh, thing is ridiculous. Where is, uh, come It'd on, be man. really good if it was just, like, a body image of you, like, posted, like, your body where their body is. Yeah. Like, your nipples are their nipples. Your pubic oh, area is, like, your chest hairs on there and shit. Full That'd be funny. 70s fucking bush. Just you got a mole on your back? The mole's there. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny as shit. Just do a fucking complete 360 fucking degree body scan and yeah. that's the swimsuit. It's a full wetsuit. Wet it's like, um, full, I got the tattoos and everything. I don't know why. My internet's not working in your basement, Aaron. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I didn't give you the password because you didn't ask for I it. I will say this. I did get two through... 240s. But anyway, you'll see it on there. My, it, it, dude, it's ridiculous. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, shit. I think we gone about two fucking hours. It's a yeah. long episode. It was a it good episode. It's definitely a good fucking episode. episode. Always, always a pleasure having you on, dude. Dude, I know Ty and I, 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 I have been wanting you to come back for yeah, fucking was, months. I was sad dude. you missed last time. Yeah. I was really disappointed. I was I'm sad, you, too. I was sad and sweaty. Here. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was funny because like right, like it was probably about an hour after the episode fucking was finished recording. You fucking said, "Hey, I'm in town." I'm like, oh fuck. She was, yeah. I was half tempted to call a diabetic. I was like, "Let's just do another one." 
Nah, I wouldn't have came. But I wouldn't have came. He, he was already yeah. naked, fucking smoking weed and playing tanks. I was already so. playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know my life. Yep. Um, I jerked I off and then I started playing tanks. Speaking of weeds, <laughs> I think it's time for some of that. Yeah, it's been about an hour for me. Yeah, yeah. fuck it, dude. Let's fucking do this shit. All, All right. Medication. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I am Blackbeard the Bastard. I am the diabetic. And I am William Conway. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, uh, we brought some fucking joy in your life. And hopefully, the sound of my sexy voice will make you all fucking wet and moist. And then diabetic shooting whatever diabetic jizz on your chest. And bubble bath. No bubble lives bath. matter, just so everybody knows. Yeah, no lives matter. You guys all suck. Oh, my God. Good times with arsenic, dude. Fuck you. Woo! The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the hosts, but of the characters they are portraying. Names of people, characters, businesses, and other fucking nouns appearing or mentioned in the show are used fictitiously and for entertainment purposes only. Any resemblance to said fucking nouns are purely coincidental. All company names mentioned in the podcast are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective holders. Use of any trademarks or nouns in this shitty show does not constitute or imply any affiliation with or endorsement by them in any manner whatsoever. Whatsoever. No one is paying us shit. This podcast is for your listening pleasure, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.